everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of LGA, that is Lit, Lit Gaming, Gaming Arena. Arena. For those of you who don't know, I'm Marcus, I am joined by Justin the Pickle Witch. <laughs> That's me, I'm the Pickle Witch. And Frost! <laughs> I don't even get a title. Let's get to it! <laughs> What's up, gamers? It's the Lit Gaming Arena Podcast, episode 31. And once again, we are powered by Game Fuel. You didn't scare the dog that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Usually every time you pop one of those, the dog flips out. All right, can you hear that? I wonder if you can hear the... Uh... You can kind of hear the bubbles. You look so stupid. Oh, I see. Okay, so someone online was actually complaining that they couldn't use a straw with this can. I was like, but the hole's big enough for a straw. Like, how big is your straw? Apparently, there's like a device on the inside that prevents splashback. Oh, interesting. These are, these are, in, these are the most over-engineered cans in history. <laughs> and leave it to Mountain Dew. 100% unnecessary. No, 100% necessary. It's the most, like I said, it's the most efficient can apparatus for delivering game fuel directly to your stomach and to your brain to make you, you more accurate, right? Improves accuracy. Delivers it straight to your dome. The gas station was out of the blue one again. All they had was like the red. I mean, the... The That's mountain, good though. The mountain I, I feel like you're the only person that goes in there and buys them. Well, apparently not, because fucking blue is gone. Oh, it's not gone because you've depleted it. No, all? because it's not there. Like, two did I try the blue one? Yeah, that would, you know, I don't like any of them. The blue one's good. I like the blue and the red. Ironically, the Mountain Dew flavor is the worst one. <laughs> the other one, I didn't like the yellow that much, but mountain blue extra. and red is the way to go for game fuel. But. We're going to get started here. So first, I want to let you know to follow us on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. Just find us, Google us, subscribe to us on whatever podcast you use. Just, just do it. Do all of that. You need another computer so you can do the triple video render. <laughs> so you can upload the three videos a week. <laughs> God. I really need a like really good graphics card so I can well even then not not all not all video uses graphics card to render I need a good CPU too so I mean like I just basically need to like save like two thousand bucks so that I can basically make a render computer get one of them Sunco processors uh, it seems like that might be out of my price range yeah I know. <laughs> Anything you, a, it says on the website for it, you got a call to ask. Oh, God. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what's out of your price. Or right. uh, NVIDIA Tesla GPUs, <laughs> which are like 100% for like rendering and like basically mass computation as opposed to just graphics. Yeah, I mean, Sunco is mostly for supercomputers. I saw at the pawn shop they have like one of those like insane like $10,000 computers. 
<laughs> like this thing was like I, I swear to god it's like you see like a full size tower this was like double the size of a full size tower Jeez. it was ridiculous it has like an LCD screen on the front of it and like I think they were selling it for like 3,000 bucks <laughs> wow mm. wow what a steal, right? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, kind of in retrospect. I mean, $10,000 computer for yeah, $3,000. It's but... just who has that kind of money? Rich people. I don't know. People who take out loans. People <laughs> who read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yep. And decided on the Rich Dad path and not the <laughs> Poor Dad path. Yeah. Uh, people who decided to be born rich. <laughs> I made the conscious choice. When I chose my overlord parents, I made I, uh, the choice to be rich. Yeah, I chose middle class, unfortunately. So <laughs> I chose below middle. Class. <laughs> it's America, American, uh, America. American middle class. <laughs> oh, yeah. So poor American yeah, middle pretty, class is pretty poor. much uh, the the class where if you um, overworked, underpaid. <laughs> The, the class where if you get in an injury or an accident and you need to take an ambulance to the um, the hospital, it's cheaper for you to just die. <laughs> That's you what's know, strange. You know what's funny is that he, he, growing up poor, but you didn't realize that you actually had a lot of money. Like, I didn't realize how much money my family had until my grandpa passed away, and all of a sudden, all this money just came shooting out of my grandma's ass. Because <laughs> like, he like, was a very frugal guy. I was excuse me? I thought we didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> what the fuck is this? He just hit it really well. Yo, Don't talk to me about being frugal. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate frugal family. I didn't know what heat was until... <laughs> <laughs> that was my grandpa was too. Why, why are you leaving the lights on? Or what, you don't need the heat when you're sleeping. That's what a blanket's for. <laughs> God. I mean, to be fair, I mean, like if you have the heat on pretty high and you just, then you just start sweating in your blanket and then you like pull it off and you're just. I only knew waste. what air conditioning was because of the TV. Oh my god. <laughs> that was me too. I, I never lived in a house that had a dishwasher or. An air conditioner. Got dishwasher right here. It's called Two Hands. Prior to moving into this house that I now own, I have... You want to string up your clothes uh, outside? I have many luxuries in this house. I haven't had a garage since I left my parents' house, but like, not that I had a garage there because... Hey, but you have a shed. Got a garage right here. It's your own two hands. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad my own two hands don't have enough money to build one. (laughs) Lumber is very expensive, as it turns out. <laughs> as are building permits. Best become a lumberjack. <laughs> Even then, I still, I still gotta have a building permit. It's DIY society. <laughs> DIY. Yeah. Why? Why do why? that when you could? Why build a garage when you could be a lumberjack? <laughs> why, why do yeah. anything when you could be a lumberjack? <laughs> um. Why be a lumberjack when my you stepfather can... was a lumberjack? <laughs> <laughs> I have a very little chainsaw. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I have a very little chainsaw. It's, it's not capable. It's, it's, it's not a lot, but it gets the job uh, done. Uh, well, I mean, it's it, not it, like, you can maybe cut down some aspen trees, but it's not like in I, the movie Mandy where they have like a freaking like eight foot long chainsaw. <laughs> Yeah, nope, not. I'm not going down to um, 
California anytime soon cutting down redwoods, that's for sure. <laughs> it might take me like a year <laughs> with my chainsaw. Um, so is there anything you guys are looking forward to this week? Indeed. This coming week is the week. This is the, the last week. This is the last week. The last week. The last week of the month. So you know it's good. It's got everything good. Um, but but last week or this week where we're recording this, uh, surprise Yakuza drop. Yeah. Of at least Yakuza three. Yakuza four and five uh, remastered are coming. But yeah. Yakuza three boom drops just just out. Just they, they hit the ground running. Yeah, and it's got uh, all the cut dialogue and it's it's uncut sixty frames. Beautiful. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, but aside from that coming this week, uh, at least stuff I'm kind of eyeballing. I mean, Control's coming out. Uh, WoW Classic's coming out. I don't give a You're shit about WoW Classic. And uh, those things. Um, other than that, you know, you got your uh, Astral Chain, which I, I have pre-ordered. I reluctantly pre-ordered it, <laughs> but I'm, I I doubled down on that. After I saw you could uh, walk around with a cat on your head, I kind of... Decided. There's a reason to buy a game. You can walk around with a cat on your head. That's you a can, selling point. You can pet the dogs and cats. Oh, okay. There, did you know there's a there's a Twitter account that's yeah yeah. <laughs> it's uh, can it's like, you pet the animal? Or yeah, something can like you that? pet the dog or something like that? And it's like, and they just confirm whether you can or can't in whatever game ever. I don't know if it's newer, but there was like, can you cook the meat? Is another one. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, can you cook the eggs? <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, for for anyone wondering, I think we've mentioned on the podcast before, but I mean, if you're joining us now, um, I played Heavy Rain three. Or Heavy Rain three. <laughs> yeah, Heavy Rain three. three. Yeah, I would fucking kill somebody for a sequel and a third. <laughs> I um, love that game. I was playing Heavy Rain, and I got to the, the part where you had to cook eggs for somebody. And it was for your son. It wasn't for the son. I don't wasn't. Oh no. no, yeah, it was the. Why are you like admonishing me? I played this game once and oh. killed everybody. He cooked, <laughs> yeah, with your eggs. <laughs> if you just so, cooked the eggs right, everybody would have lived. But so, no. So I cooked. I I cooked the eggs, but there was like no. To me, there was no indication of like when the eggs were done. So I'm like, those look like done eggs, I guess. Yeah, Justin, it's just like real life. You and, never really know when the eggs yeah. are done. That was a very poor representation of what done eggs look like. You fed somebody egg soup. To my eyes, they looked like... <laughs> Liquid eggs. They looked like eggs over easy. You dumped them on somebody's plate. They looked like... Just over- as a liquid. <laughs> they looked like so eggs over you, easy. Did you like throw the baby against the wall instead of rocking it to sleep then since you couldn't cook <laughs> eggs. That part's Probably. funny just because you'll like rock it all slow and then it'll like you'll rock back too hard the other way and it's like Wah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I, I fed somebody undercooked eggs and she was like eh. And so then, then she died. Yeah, and then and then I just skipped through the whole game because every single <laughs> next scene that I went through, I just ended up killing everybody because I'm so bad at quick time events. He be, he be I got to the end of the game. Hour. I got to the end of the game. I got the bad ending. I got the worst ending because I killed everybody. Survive? No. Oh my god. No. I don't, so no. what even was the point? Like. To see if he could cook eggs, <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate no. test. I like I, I I will not I will I will I will not deny that I am a shitty video game player. 
I've always been bad at video games, and I will always be bad at video games. I love that you're trying to make a career out of this, and you're just like, by the way, I suck. Yeah. It's okay to suck. There's a there's a there's a a, a demographic for that. <laughs> just Google video gamers that suck, and I should be the top result. I mean, I would argue most people are actually pretty bad at games, and that's fine. <laughs> most people are very bad at video games, especially me. Especially infants. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> Get a clue. Um, but there's also Blair Witch, which I'm eyeballing. Like, I, maybe Blair Witch. That's what I want. That's the one I'm looking forward to. I heard it's not as scary as the movie. <sighs> and the Man movie wasn't Dan. even scary. So that must say something. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan, I'm also eyeballing, which I'll probably pick that one up because it's kind of more budgeted. It's like a cheaper game. So, well, it's part of an anthology, so there's going to be more of these. So it's shorter, but it's just up my alley. That's the uh, the people who made uh, Until Dawn. Oh, oh. I almost splashed What's game that game about, eye? then? Man of Medan? Yeah. Um, scary, spooky boat. Oh. Oh, I might check that one out too because I liked Until Dawn. That one was fun. <laughs> bunch of bunch of douchey looking people on a boat. Great. Are maybe, they as douchey as they were in Until Dawn? Maybe some of them die. And maybe some of them don't. <laughs> I I was very disappointed that I was not as good at Until Dawn as I was Heavy Rain. I for sure thought going into Until Dawn that I was the master. <laughs> At keeping people alive because I, unlike Justin, kept everybody alive in my heavy rain playthrough. But when I played Until Dawn, I was like, well, we're off to a really bad start and I don't feel like uh, starting over. So I guess everybody's going to die. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to what at least that whole The Dark Pictures anthology is going to be. Bah. <laughs> I don't have so, yeah, anything to say about well, that's all the things at least coming uh, game wise, like that I'm at least interested in the coming week, which is granted a lot. Um, I'm at least going to dive into Astral Chain for sure. The other ones are kind of all tentative. We'll see reception on some of those first. I'm trying to find some time to get Rebel Galaxy um, Outlaw. Is that thing that's the- yeah? Because I've heard like I've heard so many people compare it directly to freelancer which like as uh, everybody knows like freelancer is one of my top favorite games of all time so i gotta get this game i gotta play this game if i gotta play it if it kills me <laughs> so i don't know, probably won't happen this week though we've got a busy week coming up busy weekend busy week busy couple weeks because of Being the holiday pickle witch yep a lot of stuff going on you're taking away fall. my jamming time your jamming to a, time to be a pickle witch you can I'm not stopping you from doing anything. You're going to be in the kitchen making your pickles. I need the kitchen. No. No. Babble, babble, boil and (laughs) Yeah. um, If anyone is not like, if you're listening to the podcast and you're not following me on social media or anything, like I spent all Sunday making 45 jars of pickles and spicy pickles instead of editing this podcast. <laughs> it was like nine o'clock at night that night. And you were like, I didn't think this was going to take all day. I didn't think it was. And I was just like, I could have told you that. Well, the funny thing is like two years ago, the last time I made pickles, I made like maybe 18 jars. And that took me all day because I was doing a different method. I didn't have the equipment that I have now. I know you were really bossing through this with a, and like, I like tripled my output. <laughs> it just 
took, you could start a pickle making business at this point. A pickle factory. <laughs> Well, with how fast you fucking worked in just one day, like just imagine if you sold like You're one need jar two for going. like eight, yeah. eight or ten dollars, like that would. Well, I don't know because pickles. But if you want to be homey and do everything, you know, by hand, it's not cheaper. In fact, it's more expensive. Yep. for more work and more time. But you get just the to do these best shit. stuff. But that's how yeah. hobbies work. Yeah, that's, these ho- these are hobby grade pickles. It used to be always... it used to be that that wasn't a hobby, just like making your own clothes. It used to be yeah, that well. that's just what you did. And now all these stupid things are hobbies, so they're more expensive. I should I really I should just make a whole bunch and just sell them at farmers market. I'll call them hobby grade pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Justin the hobby man. Um, yeah, the only the problem though is like selling preserves is actually like really iffy. Um, because of like development of bacteria and stuff like legally to sell anything that's pickled or preserved, you have, you're supposed to get it, like a, send a sample to, of it to like some sort of place, like some sort of, uh, office and they test it and do all the different things to see like which, which, how much bacteria growth there is over like certain temperatures and stuff and make sure that like if this actually does sit on somebody's shelf for a long periods of time it won't kill anybody like, i guess just, i'd rather just give these away as presents just like and then the, if they the legal end if they die then my gift will be the gift of death some guy on fucking reddit because i posted a picture on reddit and i was like look at all these pickles i made i just like posted like all the jars just stacked up in their boxes just because it was like a better picture to show and some guy was just like you're 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 gonna make you're gonna hurt people with your pickles <laughs> basically he was like this is this is unsafe storage method you're leaving the rings on the jars and you're stacking the pickle jars that is not you're not supposed to do that read this link for more information i read the link and i found the paragraph where it talks about that stuff specifically this says we recommend you take the rings off the jars but if you leave them on just take them off real quick and clean them not clean them and dry them and make sure that there's no there's no um no residue on the jars themselves when you put the rings back on. So like it's fine to leave the the rings on. And then it says if you do or and if you store or when you if you stack them when you store them, you can put them in boxes and and stack them as long as you make sure that like they're still in a dark place, not like not in direct sunlight and make sure you don't bump the jars and break the seal. Like doesn't say anything about either of those methods being unsafe for storage. So I was just like, this guy on Reddit can just eat a fucking bag of dicks. Just <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Seriously, I hate Reddit so much sometimes. Why did you go there? Because it's like, nobody else. Where, where else am I going to post my, my, pick, my pickle pictures? Your sad pickle life? My sad pickle life because <laughs> like nobody else cares. I thought the pickle subreddit, the, I thought the canning subreddit would be my refuge. And it turns out... I am also going to be shown from there. I don't know. I, I posted a picture of my burner and like everybody loved that. <laughs> so you're going to burn your house down with that burner. <laughs> oh my God. Can we like deep fry a turkey? I kind of want to. Yes. I need, I might need a bigger pot though. I mean, to get one of those turkey fryer pots, deep fry a giant fucking turkey. And for, for reference, it's like a ring that somebody would put like a cauldron on. 
Yeah, it's an hence outdoor. Why, hence why he is a, now a pickle witch. It's dubbed, <laughs> it's, Mar- it's, dubbed by Marcus. It's an outdoor propane burner, and you can put like up to like a forty-inch pot on top of it. Cauldron. Yeah, literally, you can put cauldron. a cauldron on it. <laughs> just go out there and light it with a butane torch, and just fucking let her rip. It's the best. I love that thing. Thanks to uh, Code for buying it for me. But it was in exchange for him eating the last of the last pickles I made. I actually found like a jar after he left. Oh, and I was you? like, oh, he missed one. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, I want to eat all these. I'm like, if you buy me a burner so that I can make more and have it not be a pain in the ass this time, then you can have whatever is left. And he was just like, deal. And he bought one on Amazon, like on the spot. Did he like have an orgasm by how many pickles yeah he was sending me all sorts of like breathing intensifies gifs <laughs> you really should probably make like a separate batch just for him because he eats an like obnoxiously large amount of pickles whenever he comes to visit I I might, he'll eat like two or three jars when he comes I, to visit i might just have to buy another 20 pounds of, <laughs> and half of them are his and the other half are mine <laughs> then the other ones are just whatever Anyway, I don't know what else. What, is anyone else looking for anything? I've been like way off base here. Is these pickle games? <laughs> pickle games. The pickle games. The pickle games. Uh, no, I'm not looking forward to anything because my life is meaningless. <laughs> oh Jesus! I am also. I haven't started it yet, uh, but it came out. Over the weekend, uh, Mindhunter is on Netflix. Uh, Season two of that, and I haven't dived into that yet, but I plan to. Yeah, I still haven't seen finished season one yet, but it was was real good. What I have seen of it is really good. And I hear that season two is like fucking crazy. It would be. Fucking nuts. (laughs) I got to see this. I got to watch that show. There's so much stuff to watch, though. Um, Has anyone been playing anything? Frost, I think you said you didn't have, you didn't play anything this week. I played Borderlands and oh yeah, that's right. I got super stony baloney and played Kingdom Hearts, which was like a goal of mine for a really long time, and I just never did it. But when I finally did do it, it was the best. <laughs> the game is so shiny and amusing when you're on a different planet. Uh, I also watched Invader Zim, and I really wanted to talk about it, so I put in, Invader Zim was awesome. Invader Zim was. Did you see that yet, Marcus? Uh, Enter the Florp. Yeah, yeah, or Florpus. Florpus, yeah. Yeah, so good. I um, love the animation. That fu- The intro sequence is so fucking good. That and Rocco's Modern Life were pretty good. Uh, Rock- like Rocco's Modern Life was like, it was it was like... I think they were what those shows needed. Yeah. I, for that one, I was I was more happy with the Invader Zim one. The, the Rocco's Modern Life one was good, but it was just like... Like in a brain dead sort of way. I don't know what the, I don't know how what how to say. It. Like it was just it's cathartic. Yeah, but I mean, like both those speak to both those shows yeah. in the way that you would want them to. Yeah, and I, I think, think it I did think, a good job. I was just like, but I was more so impressed with the Invader Zim one. My problem with Invader Zim is like it so much just represents like middle school me. Not <laughs> me now, and I find Zim himself to not be entertaining i find him more annoying oh god i love i, I love zim actually i love zim but zim like was way better dib, than mako's modern life dib like made it <laughs> like oh my god i was always like on zim's side in like the show but like now it's like being older i'm like i'm totally on dib's side <laughs> i was always on dib's side and i'm still on dib's actually side. no i'm on gaz's side fuck everybody else <laughs> 
I Gaz is sick of your shit. I yes, I it was everything I could have wanted in a Invader Zim special, and I love how they really tied it into the last parts of the show before it got canceled by having like tax ship and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was really good. I I really like what they did with it. I'm really happy with it, and I almost like I secretly hope that it just leads to like, wow, this did really good. Let's make more like good invaders in. I don't want that. I do want that. I think this was a good capstone. I mean, like what I'm saying is like, if they do invaders in but doing good, then I'd be fine with it. But if they do it shitty, I'd be pissed. I, I would just prefer if they just close off Invader Zoom. Um, I would be okay if they opened it up again. Actually, what I would like... They should do Johnny the Homicidal Mania. Thank you! <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. They should do Johnny the Homicidal Mania. That's fine, but I like Zim. Good. I like Zim. Well, yeah, but he's done. He did what he needed to do. <laughs> he, <he's, laughs> he failed yet well, again. He, yeah, well... I want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, <laughs> he always fails. That's not a spoiler. Well, no, I was I was gonna say something else, but yeah, it's oh man, I fucking um the intro sequence to that was just so good. I just the animation style of that part just like blew me away. <laughs> like you know how certain shows have like. Uh, the the duality like type characters like, like I guess like a cat dog is a good example. Yeah, or uh, Angry Beavers. I loved Angry Beavers. The, this is like the, this is my problem with Invader Zim is like Zim is like the annoying half of that duo <laughs> by himself, and he's the main character. <laughs> I love that's it. That's what makes him so charming, though. Like my I, favorite part is literally the beginning where Dib is a chair, and like <laughs> Zim is your chair. <laughs> Zim is mad at Dib for saying something and he points with both of his fingers and a toe. Like that's just, that's perfect. It's just, I mean, like I said, I think it's exactly what the series needed, but it's one of those, like my realization when watching it, that I'm just like, I kind of, that's a chapter of my life. That's kind of really behind me. And I, I think for any, like, I guess kid or person who maybe hasn't watched Invader Zim, I think this is like a good like little stint into that or if you wanted to I know all of Invader Zim is now on uh, Hulu which is weird that so. this was like a Netflix thing yeah I don't quite understand and what's I, going on there yeah it's um, really weird um the only thing I didn't like about this was the portrayal of the tall ones or the, the tallest it's how they always were though I don't remember them. See, being, he doesn't remember that. But I don't remember. See, I told. Him. I don't remember be, them being that dumb though. Yeah, they are like insanely God, I, stupid. I need to watch it again then because I just I remember them just being indifferent. I watched all of Invader Zim again in high school, and because you know I was kind of being an edge lord. Like that show, that show already yeah, was when, for, when everybody was like wearing Gur backpacks and stuff. Oh, like I mean, all the I had kids. like I had like an Invader Zim wallet. That's and, that's when Hot Topic was like the Invader Zim Central. See, that was what always bothered me in high school and middle school was that everybody liked Gur, but there was never any Zim merchandise. He had a sandwich in his head. <laughs> no, um, thank you. Yeah. I, I, uh, I I wish there was more dib stuff because I yeah, always like at least like it, it, this is almost like a Tom and Jerry thing in a way of when you're a kid you kind of side with like Zim 
and then when you're an adult, you side with like Dib yeah, kind of thing. Fucking or fuck with, Jerry. Yeah, with like, Tom uh, and Jerry, it's always like when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, Jerry's awesome. Is that, Squidward. is that how yeah. that page originated? That Facebook page slash Instagram slash Twitter, fuck Jerry. No, because <laughs> no, it is not because fuck Jerry. But uh, also fuck fuck Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, wink. Which a weird thing, and I found this out more recently um, during World War One. The uh, th- there were the Toms and Jerry's. Um, the the I can't remember which side was which, but the like Germans were probably like Jerry's and like the versus the Toms, which was like your like British soldiers and whatnot. Yeah, which is funny because you would think Tom and Jerry cartoon named after this, not not related at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not just happenstance, so just weird happenstance. That's usually how it works. Because the weird happenstance, the names in the proto cartoon were like Jinx and I can't remember the other name. They, they were like weird names, and then they they drew names out of a hat <laughs> uh, for better marketing, and it just happened to be Tom and Jerry. Well, it worked. <laughs> it's weird, um, but yeah, I, I just think there's always like. Now you kind of side with Dib because he's like this weird, pathetic kind of loser character. Neckbeard. And you, you get him. <laughs> he totally turns into a neckbeard. Um, though I agree with you earlier that, but even I felt like this when I rewatched it in high school that like Gaz was always my favorite character because she's just real annoyed and always just wants yeah. to play video games yeah. and hates anything that gets in her way just of that. Leave it. Like, I do love like when they like incorporate her into the story where she's like just becomes a badass just because of her being good at video games. <laughs> I, I do think they put her in a more forward position. Oh yeah. She oh was yeah. Like, she was always just like a background character that just happened to be there but this time she yeah. was like a main character. Yeah and I think that's just all media in general has been trying to like be better about its treatment of women and women characters. So, but I, I couldn't help but like feel yeah. that when I was watching it, that I was like, yeah, is this because of that? Cause the original cartoon, like guys had very, very few, like, yeah. like one or two there. episodes. <laughs> uh, but yeah. anyway, that it was pretty good. I also like Rocco's modern life, which is kind of, I read a funny thing about this that, uh, because there's a trans character in that, um, that on the Wikipedia for Rocco's Modern Life, there's a way to like convert it to like exclude the new like movie, and like, really, which is funny because like that's almost the meta commentary in and of itself of what that represents because yeah. like how the movie is like, <laughs> which is it's yeah. just re- real weird. And that Rocco's Modern Life, the movie is like insanely meta in a good way. Yeah. Is yeah, it's very very self-referential, but uh, I I think both those were once again they're good in their own right. I I do think the Zim movie thing is a little better than the uh, the Rocco's Modern Life thing, but what they, they're a little bit more limited in what they can do because the, yeah, they're different cartoons that arose at different points in time. Yeah, and we've been waiting for this for like a year or more now. I think it was. Wasn't it like announced at Comic Con last year? I think so. I just I really like the uh, the the intro is kind of like very JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
which is pretty funny. The like, I'm just an average 12 year old kid, and he's like <laughs> just ripped. He's fucking ripped, and oh, and it's like his puny voice. And the animation was so, was so good. I loved it. I was like, I would just watch a whole show, a whole show of this. But I mean, it costs so much to make something to look like that. Yeah, I mean, I could just watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and just get exactly that. So. Or like reminiscent of like Gurren Logon too, with how oh ridiculous yeah. like it was. Yeah. Oh man, and the the whole like the the visual of like all the the Urken ships like just when it shows like it when it flips to them just coming through the atmosphere in that intro sequence is just like that's fucking badass. I want to see that. I liked. I don't. I don't know if a lot of other people noticed this, but I liked how they animated a lot of light in the different scenes, specifically yeah. how they animated like the Earth. Uh, moving, transporting, teleporting. Yeah, you could tell that they totally took a lot. They they used they used a lot of like the advancement in animation technology to their advantage instead of cheapening out, which is good because both both this and Rocco's Modern Life like I love look, that Rocco's Modern Life exactly. referenced it. <laughs> yeah, well, like they look exactly like how they did. Yeah, like but like which is <laughs> it's insanely hard to do. Yeah. And that, because that's that, that's my my complaint with modern animation is that a lot of companies are using the advancement of animation technology to make it cheaper to produce and less quality. It's those Germans, should, like according to Rocco's those, Modern Life. No, it's, it's the geckos. Like, because well, they were yeah. Germans. Oh. Yeah, those. Yeah, that. I mean, that again, just the whole meta thing. It's uh, this is the fact like using technology to make cheap animation. Because it's cheap and then, but not doing it right is just, but I don't know, like, especially like in anime stuff, like a lot of Netflix anime uses 3D rendering and it's Which just it like. Which it was in, in Rocco's Modern Life, they make fun of that too. Yeah. It, oh, like it's yeah, like, too meta. Like Netflix, their, their animation, like their anime is just like, they, they have the 3D, the 3D is meant to make things easier and you can make it look better, not worse. Oh yeah, like that one anime where i was watching where the kid was playing the piano oh my fucking god that (laughs) is the worst because instead of animating him playing the piano they just 3d rendered him playing the piano it was a nightmare because they're like we have to show his fingers actually playing the piano but we don't want to animate that by hand because it'll (laughs) look that's gonna be real hard yeah it's gonna be really hard so so let's just animate it in 3d instead because it'll be easier it's like just how about fuck off and don't animate his fingers at all and do it like every other anime and it'll be fine like yeah. I think there's been decent uses of 3D. Um, I like the Baki the Grappler and how they've been handling that. Like, uh, there's a lot of stuff that but, does do it really well. Um, there was one that I watched kind of recently. Oh, shoot, what was it? The the Dragon Pilot. Because that was like all 3D. What? Yeah, I keep like, forgetting that it was. It, was. Like, it looked like it wasn't. And it was like styled in a specific way that leaned into it being 3D rendered. So I think once they get better at it, uh, my my biggest issue is things look. I think of Dragon Prince, oh, the, where it kind of looks choppy in a way. Yeah, like see, it, I yeah. couldn't get into it because of the animation. I, I actually really like how Dragon Prince looks. It's just it. I wish it, and it gets better in season two. But it's especially season one. It's like really framey and choppy. The uh, the Godzilla ones, the the three yeah. Godzilla movies, like those are all. It's all three D. But it doesn't look like shit. Yeah, it's just, cool. there's ways just, to pull it off. It it's just, just st- and it's like, and it's the same exact kind of 3D they're doing with their other anime. But they just, it's styled in a specific way that leans into what it is instead of trying to be like, trying to look like it's not 3D, but it is. Like I hate it when they do that. We're like, oh, it's not 3D, but 
we're, or it is 3D, but we're trying to make it look like it's just flat 2D. It's like, no, it's it's terrible. It's bad. You need to stop doing it, especially the piano one that made me angry. Like that, I'm just, <laughs> like just the, everything else in that show is animated so well, but then specifically know, the yeah. piano parts, it's like, okay, now he's 3D, and it's like, fuck off. <laughs> but I think... Uh Rocco's Modern Life, it's 45 minutes, it's really worth watching, and uh, The Invader's M is about an hour. Yeah, it's like an hour it's ten or something. Worth it's, it. It's good. It's, I definitely recommend both of those. They were, the Rocco's one was good fun, just with how meta it was, and The Invader's M one was just like, this is ridiculous. This <laughs> is so yeah, fucking ridiculous. I, it was everything that The Invader's M used to be. Just They reminded me of like exactly what they did with Samurai Jack. Um except Samurai Jack was a whole season, but yeah. just, just something is like a capstone to really like close just some of those things out. Cause some, they kind of, when they ended originally, they didn't, they weren't really conclusive in any real way. Yeah. Cause it was like, just like back then you just ended something without conclusions and it's like, okay, we're out of money for this. We're not doing it anymore. It's or not you bringing just kept in an going audience. on forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, along, along that path, uh, how about some Teen Titans, huh? How yeah, about so that? Let's just, do some Teen fucking I was Titans. Just, I was just going to say that. See, the, the people who keep reanimating these old TV shows need to really take uh, take a leaf out of these guys' books fucking and see DC, what they did with Rocco's oh, Modern Life and uh, like they know the, Invaders M. They know the market is there. They know that if they make a new Teen Titans, even if it's just a fucking movie like the Invader Zim, just a, just a capstone, that's it, going to do really well because like that whole audience... Everybody that consumes DC movies is going to like love and it because DC animation is like the best for comics. I don't care what you say. Teen Titans Go is fucking hilarious because it's aware it's, how bad it is and it fine. makes fun of itself. It's fine for what it is, but it's not Teen Titans. It's not for us. No. Or anybody who consumed the original Teen Titans. I mean, it kind of is. I, I think it's it is. It, 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 a little I bit. Like it's it. just it's it's more for kids like yeah. it's very much a kids show but they, so they do make of, some like meta references about the original yeah which is i mean there's funny. even a whole episode that's yeah like the original yeah and then um, they're at the end movie, of the movie yeah there was they they alluded like to teaser. the fact that there there were literally was like split universes and that the original teen titans were going to come back at some point because yeah. they made they made like a like an easter egg of that so yeah. they I'm, said it could come back if the movie did well enough i don't know like how in limbo that is um but, i don't know how that movie could have done good enough because it wasn't even like it just popped up into movie theaters one yeah. day and i was like why well, there's a movie so since we're on the topic of netflix stuff and tv shows and whatnot um gonna just say some news uh you saw that kevin smith is working on an animated series for he-man with netflix i did see that it's it's, it's gonna be i hope it's good um i'm curious if it'll tie into she-ra at all or if she-ra is just gonna continue to be separate it's because i don't the, know the current theory i've seen on she-ra is that it's a universe where he-man doesn't exist i'm okay and I'm with fine that with that like that's 100 it's it's yeah. very much a girl power show and who knows like yeah. Ke- kevin smith like he probably just wants to do his own thing because i mean like I, I like i mentioned i just think he's the right person for doing he-man why, yeah. why do we gotta bring up he-man when she-ra is kind of like having her moment and then all of a sudden we're like oh yeah, yeah don't forget oh, about Kev- he-man kevin smith wants to do he-man so I, I mean i want both like it's like why not both and but and I, especially if they can do a he-man right just not like the. Uh, I'm curious what it will look like, really. Like the the. Um, are you? Do you like 
the way Shira looks and yeah. how kind of I've heard nothing but good stuff. About I really She-Ra. like yeah, Shira's really good. No, I know like plot wise is concerned, but I meant like the character designs are fairly simple. So, I like it. Okay, I was just asking. I think it seems it like nowadays that just seems to be how things are. At least it's not the Thundercats. <laughs> The, yeah, the uh, looks like fucking garbage. The newer Thundercats that's in that Cal Art style. Yeah. Oh my god! Can I just say, since we're also talking about TV shows, that the Steven Universe movie? I don't know when it's coming out, but I'm so excited. I forgot there's going to be a movie. <laughs> but uh, Steven Universe is so good. What else was I going to say? Oh yeah, I've been watching a show called Cannon Busters. I don't know if you've seen that on there. No, I haven't seen that. It's interesting because it looks like Voltron. Like, hmm. looks like Voltron, but this is an actual anime. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a pretend anime. Well, it's just, I, I say actual anime is in like, it's actually Japanese and everything. Like, yeah, it's like a whole nine yards Japanese. It just, it looks like the Voltron stuff, which is like, that's also how she run all that. Cause it's like the same team for, like Voltron, uh, She-Ra, and uh, Dragon Prince, like all that stuff's like yeah. kind of splintered fractions of uh, the Avatar team. Yeah, I I I got like two and a half seasons into Voltron, and then it started to get like monotonous to me. So I Vol- I wish I liked it, but Voltron's it- like easily the best animated thing they've put out like <laughs> i just i just I, it started getting old for some reason when i was watching it maybe i need to pick it up and watch it, it has again. the best know. treatment of gay characters like ever that's really <laughs> funny because i'm all about that life but i still what do you mean what do you mean maybe the best you're not treatment of maybe gay you're not characters? far enough area it's <laughs> well i know i know <laughs> when i know I say shiro that, is gay but because in a lot of shows, they've adopted the tokenism because tokenism is very real. So there's always the token gay guy. Uh, like um, Sabrina was really bad about that. At least in season one, it got better in season two. Yeah. Which is, I find interesting because that show is fully made by uh, women, gay people and uh, trans people. <laughs> it, so, yeah, like <laughs> I find that a little bizarre. Yeah. But. Yeah, they very much. A lot of shows are like, here's a gay person. Their their personality, I'll put in quotes, is they're the gay character. Yeah, and normally you can like blame the network on that, like, oh, they got notes, but like this is Netflix, and Netflix doesn't give notes really. Like Netflix just just, their notes is like do more. Okay, a lot of things just shoehorn a gay character in there, and their whole thing is like, see, they're gay. Yeah, (laughs) so that's why I'm asking you, how did it treat gay people anyway? Because there's no mention because it treats them. like a person, I, but yeah, but there's no mention <laughs> of Shiro being gay until exactly. like towards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's how that, it should yeah, be. Yeah, that's it, how it should be. Sexuality. You shouldn't have to be beaten over the head with somebody's sexuality. It's just like well, real life. It's just like it, it doesn't it doesn't harm any to allude to the fact they do. Like maybe he like blushes at a male character or something. I'm not well, saying they, they alluded to it several times, but it I just, guess I just never saw it those episodes. It just wasn't concrete until like I for much sure later. thought they were gonna have Lance be bisexual because it made a lot of sense for Lance's character or at least pansexual because he was like interested in aliens as well and that made a lot of sense because he was flirty and stuff and that was like his core personality and to see him be bisexual or pansexual uh I think would have been really unique in a cartoon uh because we don't often see that the only the only tv show that I've seen pansexuality or bisexuality be done very well is Steven Universe again I hate to bring it up again but I'm just saying yeah, as much as- <laughs> My my yeah. problem with something like 
Steven Universe is like I I really like Steven Universe, but it very openly is gay propaganda. They've like the creator uh, Rebecca Sugar has even stated that. So there, That's fine. there That's are wrong. there are just times where well, it's yeah, like, but it, like it, they, there's some times where I'm just like, could you like pull it back a little bit because this is like a kids cartoon, <laughs> just a and, bit because there's some very know. like you're really beating kids over the head with essentially a political message. I see. I never got that, but I'm disappointed. I I really, really do separate Rebecca Struger from the TV show, though, because personally, I fucking hate Rebecca Struger. <laughs> but I like the TV show, and that's what I do with things. I just view them as what they are, and the creators or the authors or the artists sometimes is just fuck off. Like Harry Potter, fuck J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I fucking hate that bitch, <laughs> but I like Harry Potter. I mean, it's, fuck Rebecca Sugar, but I like it, uh, It's Steven hard Universe. for me because especially something like Steven Universe became very pandery. Like it was it was pandering towards the uh, the audience of it, which at the time was a lot of the Tumblr crowd. And it was <laughs> like they very like once again, very blatantly doing that constantly, which like I said, it's fine, but then I feel you, as a creator, lack a creative vision and want to see that creative vision to completion. You're more so, once again, just pandering and then, once again, just creating propaganda to create propaganda for the sake of whatever cause you're leading. See, I never, I never viewed it that way. I always viewed it as that they always approached it as if it were a normal thing because it was a normal well I mean it wasn't normal for the gems but in Steven's eyes like he had three moms whatever that made total sense and then when he realized that Garnet was a fusion it wasn't even like they were overly gay for each other it just made sense that they were fused together like that's just kind of what it is I mind mean, body and soul all that stuff is fine it's just like I said there are certain specific episodes that just like you feel like they're bludgeoning you with a message where like I said this at its core, this is a kid show. So it's one of those. Once again, is it just, really though? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Is it? Is it? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, why would they market it as a kid show if it's not a kid show? I'm just saying that I'm pretty sure a lot of these authors. All the colorful colors and the songs the- and dance that get kids <laughs> into things. I mean, that's how Teen Titans go, which they even talk about that just being like. Just dance around, make a bunch of fart jokes, haha! Like, <laughs> and kids just eat it up. I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, while she was working for a kids' network TV show, I'm pretty sure she was aware what audience was going to come yeah. in. Well, I mean, and, and it like, wasn't she necessarily was, again, going to be was, a kids' show. She was pandering to that audience, that specific audience. But once again, you are on. You have to be aware that you are on a like kids' network. I, I don't know. I think car- and kids car- are watching your show. Cartoon Network has always been pretty cool about that, where like anything that's ever aired on Cartoon Network has always been way more adult than it's ever needed to be. Like that's almost Cartoon Network's core function. I'm just saying you can you can have those things. I just wish they were once again kind of maybe a little bit more obscured. Um, I think of regular show as a good example where it's like there is like double entendres and kind of adult humor in there, but it's very obscured that I'm like a kid's not going to get like. This is a weird 90s reference that a kid's not going to get. <laughs> that whole show is a weird 90s reference. That, yeah. When is, when is that other show going to come out, by the way, that's I, done by I the same know. company? I haven't checked up on I it. thought it was already started. Yeah, I, I, I need to watch it. I need TV, it in my so life. That's a problem. I don't know. But <sighs> anyway, well, just my thoughts and opinions on that stuff. Since we're talking about things you consume with your eyes, let fucking Sony 
Disney Marvel Spider-Man. <laughs> Was that some autistic screeching over there? So, My baby. So, so first this started out where they were saying that like, first they were saying that like Disney, like they, they had an offer to, cause they apparently they weren't, they weren't taking a big cut of the money to do. Do, do you want me to lay this out? Cause I know a lot of information on this. Uh, okay. The, <laughs> sure. the original deal, okay. the original deal between Sony and Disney slash Marvel, um, was that they get Sony, Sony kicks in all the money for production, which they do. And then Marvel has their appointed like creative staff. Yeah. Um, but once again, it's Sony paying for everything. And then Marvel gets 5% of the cut from the initial runtime. Yeah. So as long as the when the movie's in theaters, they get 5% of whatever it nets. Yeah. Now, what happened is, is they agreed to five movies, which we already had, because we had the two Spider-Man movies uh, and then the like other ones that were within the Disney universe. Yeah, the the two Avengers. Yeah, the two Avengers Captain and America. Civil War. Yep. And so their that contract ran out. Yeah. Now, and they're... They had an offer to renew it. Yes. So Sony presented the offer to renew the contract for, once again, the 5%. Now, this is where things get kind of messy because then Disney had the counter offer. They wanted do, half. Do, yes, 50%. 50%. Now, now, so do you see the, how ridiculous that is? So was the counter, though, that the, in that offer, was it that Sony would still pitch in all the money for production, though? I think they were going to kick in 50% for production. Well, see, then I don't see the problem. Yeah, it, I do. 50-50. You, you, you own the IP, though. You should be making the lion's share of the profits from that. We'll have fun and, trying okay, to reboot but, the series. Well, but, hold on, hold on. So they want... They, and as far as I know, it was 50% of all profits, not just runtime profits. But even then, let, let's just move all that aside. So oh, where was I going with this? Oh, God. Was it fair that they got 50%? Oh yeah, they. Uh, so Disney claims essentially that they deserve more of a share of the profits because Spider-Man is now Sony's most successful film, but like Far From Home, yeah, the it beat out Sony's other most successful film by two million dollars. That is point two percent profit. But either is that way, a like, lot of profit? Not really. But look at it this way: whole. would would Sony's Spider Man without Marvel do as well? No. Would but this print, is would, would okay. A, but would here's a, the point: would a Sony only Spider Man movie print as much money as a Disney Marvel Spider Man? My point movie? is that Disney is strong arming Sony and making them out to be the bad guys by because they own every other Marvel property but Spider Man. Is it fair that they are able to leverage that and basically vilify Sony because they make it out to be like they're not they don't want to share Spider-Man even though we are being greedy <laughs> as fuck. But Sony's also kind of being greedy as much as but once also again like, they 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 offered initially just the same offer. The same offer they had. I don't see a problem with the same offer they had. Like Yeah, that makes sense. Like honestly, if you're renegotiating what seemed fair to me in my mind is 10%. Yeah, I wouldn't sure. say fucking, and I would, I would honestly do ten percent, and they kick in ten percent for production. But at the same time, I don't see if Disney's going to put in half of production costs. I, I don't see the problem with them asking for half the profits because they don't own the IP. 
I would honestly say if they're going to pay 50%, they should only get 70% of the profits. I, I mean, you mean 30%? They get 30 and then Sony gets 70. I don't know. I, like, I, because like I you said, own because the IP. It'd, I, be, it'd be like Mario. Okay, let's look at this in terms of Mario. Wrap it into the video games. Nice. <laughs> well, I, I'm saying you really do got to look at this in terms of games because if you put an IP on another platform or like how ridiculous would it be if the, if let's say Microsoft approached Nintendo and was like, Hey, we want Mario on our platform, but we're going to kick in if 50% of the development of that game, do they deserve 50% of the profits? No. Cause they didn't build up. They didn't kick in all the money and build the name of that to begin with. But can't you argue that, but it like it's Disney's creative team. Is it not Marvel's creative team? It is, but that's like irrelevant because they're all paid through Sony. Again, yeah, they, might paid, they might be paid through Sony, but they're not part of the team that made like these. These guys are the ones making Spider-Man what he is, and that would yeah. never have been as popular or as money making if Disney and Marvel were not involved exactly. in the first place. Because they let the last Spider-Man fall flat on its face and yeah, canceled like, it. It still made good money. The amazing, the sequel to Amazing Spider-Man. Why did they cancel it? I haven't even seen that movie. It was so bad. Dude, this made more sense. It made more sense to cancel The Amazing Spider-Man? Because Disney made an offer they couldn't refuse. This, yeah, the, this was a better offer. 5% and you get to be included in MCU, you get which is already really, Did they really approach Sony thriving? that long ago? Yeah, 2015. Oh. Which was already, like, once yeah. again, Marvel was already thriving at the time, yeah, and then you like, get to get roped into, like, in a, like hook the yourself biggest, to their was ship. Was it really the, 2015 the yeah. Amazing Spider-Man came out? Oh my god, I thought it was, well, no. like, close to, like, eight or nine years ago well, that it got uh, The canceled. Amazing Spider-Man came out before that. 2015 is when they, the deal was made. Okay, but what I'm saying is the Amazing Spider-Man like after the sequel came out, it was shortly canceled afterwards. Yeah. Again, that was a flop Spider-Man. So Spider-Man like, can still be successful though. Even sans MCU. I don't think, I don't think nearly as much. If they do what my plan, once again, just reiterating what <laughs> just, I already said just, on the pat on this, just do listen the, to Marcus into the spider verse. And then you bring in your Andrew Garfield, your Toby <laughs> Maguire. That's what I would love. You have your Miles Morales. You, you, you make a movie. Your Tom last time Collins. we, the last time we mentioned that, you're all against it. You're like, no, fuck Toby Maguire. I don't yeah, want any of that shit. I still believe. Fuck you. I you're, still believe in fuck Toby Maguire, no. but I wouldn't mind them all interacting. Because then with you each could other. exist outside of MCU and still thrive because you have your own Spider Verse. That'd be like, <laughs> that would be that's like the same thing as like the Lego movies. <laughs> <laughs> you want it that's their i think honestly if if i think they're still brokering a deal yeah it's still going on because di- negotiating um sony actually made a public statement and saying that like i think this is honestly disney highballing them to negotiate to something like yeah I'm like sure. a 30 percent i'm sure that's it's just it's public negotiations is what this is um because sony came back and now they're like hey disney like took the guy off of the team that made spider-man what it is so like well, maybe he, fucks disney well and he <laughs> yeah. yeah he's getting put on making a lot of uh fox, disney plus shows yeah and the fox stuff and he's yeah, so he's, he has a lot of stuff on his plate. So, like, I mean, I really just wish now you have an argument to be made that, like, if they do continue the Spider-Man stuff, is it going to be as good because the same guy isn't in charge? See, I'm more worried. Like, it, the reason why I don't like any of this going on or all this drama, well, other than the fact that this is like it's ridiculous that two like 
people are getting so invested into like billion dollar companies kind of having a pissing match with money. Yeah, did you see? Uh, did you see Jamie's tweet? No, I didn't. Oh, he he tweeted about this. He's like, you guys are like getting like really insane. Like some, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, like you guys are like taking sides and vilifying like two billion dollar corporations, and like this is ridiculous. They don't give a fuck about you. They just want it's money. all money. It's just it's, see, like none, neither of them care about battle. the like the artistic vision. They just care about the money. See, that's 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 where I am. The reason why this hits hard to me is because I'm invested in this Spider Man story and yeah. how he's but been you could woven still have- in. The Spider-Man. But that's what I yeah, can I really still have the Spider-Man into, and have him be into woven? the Spider-Verse. But I want well, they to know. wouldn't be able to they if set they, him up. They couldn't they couldn't bring they couldn't mention any of the Marvel characters. You don't have to. Them. You mention all the Spider-Man they, characters. They, they, no, but like the, they have like his that's part that's part of it. Doc Ock, you can mention Doc Ock. You they, have all the Spider-Man characters, the Sinister Six. You got all of them. Where are you saying? They what? spent all this time setting him up to be the new face of the Avengers. That he would replace Avengers? Tony Stark. No, he's not replacing Tony. Spiritually, were you? No, were he's you not. watching anything? No, I was, and he's not. They were alluding to that. No, and even the trailer specifically says, you know, without this, who do we have but you? Is like fucking Nick Fury. Well, I mean, you know, Black, Talos says that. Black <laughs> Panther is the new like head. No. Yes, he is. He has the wallet. But follow the money. You think Peter Parker's got money? It's in the glasses. It's, it's all in the glasses. It doesn't matter. It does, okay. So you, so you have. You need the all money. The, all <laughs> the money is on that space station. You had in the Avengers both Tony Stark. And Captain America. In this one, it would be Peter would be one of the two. Obviously I guess. not, because could... he's owned by Sony. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I like this story. I like where they're going with it. I want that to continue. And if it can't, I'm gonna be pissed. I don't care who. I'll be pissed at Disney. I'll be pissed at Sony. Fuck Disney. Fuck Sony. I want the. Sp- I want Spider-Man in the MCU bottom line. I mean, I'm a little bit done with superheroes for a bit. No, fuck you. But <laughs> how about this for an argument then since everybody keeps just fucking me over? I just want Tom Holland's ass. Does that make more sense to everybody in this That's room? fine. <laughs> he just How about fucking that? Spider-Man ain't no leader of the Avengers. Yeah, he could be. Okay. No, you know what? He's he could. Not. Well, he could. He's not. He could. Okay. He's not I have my own Tony, Tony, I have He's Tony not even theories. B-team material. <laughs> Tony Stark left everything to Spider-Man. He fucking did. He left a whole shit ton of stuff to Spider-Man. Now, did you it see he? those drones? Why did, he, why did he leave some important stuff to Peter Parker? You think I wonder Peter how Parker knows how to use any of that? We, no, he well, doesn't. He still <laughs> he's still his. You, you, he you still think left any it of to that, him. What purpose does he have it for? You if think any of that compares to, to Vibranium? To <laughs> you see what happened when Spider-Man tried to like give that power to somebody else? He no. had a beard and he looked like Tony for like five seconds, okay? Like, no, he was hard broken like nobody nobody else deserves that power because spider-man can't choose the right person to give it to so, so he's gonna be the one so, that's gonna do it because so he's gonna yeah. be the one he's like the captain he's america gonna, gonna he is off. the captain america and tony love child and he's going to be the face of the avengers fuck you marcus they're gonna kill off tom holland and replace him with the younger hot, hotter <laughs> spider-man i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> smiles it's um, all miles tom holland's gonna order be okay a, with a drone strike on everybody <laughs> it's, can't compete with that vibranium 
which is uh, th- that's another funny thing. Like, are is vibranium still going to be vibranium? It's the strongest because, like, that it was. What do you what? Because because vibranium is actually adamantium, but they can't. They couldn't say adamantium. Vibranium be- is not adamantium. What, that's Those what are, I, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> no, that's what I was reading. You are way they, wrong. What the fuck are you talking about? Those are two <laughs> separate things. Vibranium is stronger than adamantium. What? Yep. I don't That's, believe it's you. the strongest thing, duh. Yeah, vibranium is way stronger. I swear than to God, it was like they were like, "Oh, we had to come up with a different name because no, no we don't. even I know they're two separate. No, things. No, they're two separate things. Oh fuck you guys. That's why, <laughs> like, see, they don't really get into this, but there's like a lot of moments where um, Logan gets hit but with vibranium weapons because and they like really hurt him because he's so it's the other way around. Scale. Fuck, I Skeletor. I swear to God, I thought what. what Fuck, I was reading the wrong shit then. I don't know. Maybe somebody just had it mixed up, but no, it's the the vibranium is a separate thing. There's so Hank Pym was, uses was, a lot of vibranium, but they kind of made it. I swear him there was a certain movie particles. that they're talking about. Was it so was Captain's Shield always vibranium? Or no. was like the first shield supposed to be adamantium? First shield's adamantium. Okay, that's what and it then was he then. Get, he usually gets a vibranium shield. Okay, so that's that's what it was then. It was the, the initial shield was supposed to be adamantium, but they couldn't mention it was adamantium because that the, was an X Men. Yeah, like, it was property. X, yeah. So they, they had to just come out of the gate with the vibranium thing. That's what it was. I was like, I know, I swear to God, there was some case where it was like they couldn't mention adamantium because something was supposed to be adamantium. But now they own all the X-Men, but I don't know if they... don't they, own Spider-Man. I don't know if they're going to touch the X-Men license for a while since Dark Phoenix was such a oh, yeah, they on put that on the but at the same time I don't I know because okay Spider-Man was the last one they did I, Spider-Man I would, came swinging out of the gate after the Sp- Amazing Spider-Man yeah, 2 well, so I think they gotta like if they roll the X-Men in like X-Men slash Deadpool into like the stuff that they're already doing like kind of slow roll them in, like maybe introduce them in a different movie and then give them their own movie later. That would be fine. Yes. Yeah. Do you think they're going to introduce them in one of the Avenger movies then, or not necessarily an Avengers movie? It just well, could be I mean, any other movie like I mean, they have in humans and all that. Yeah. You know what else? Like the, the, the other reason the Spider-Man needs to continue fucking JK Simmons as J Jonah Jameson. Again, <laughs> we need more. <laughs> we need more of that. Nobody else uh, can play J. George. That's <laughs> true. Maybe He's the guy the voice that voiced him it. on uh, on the Spider-Man game. What? <laughs> Just have maybe him. the guy that voiced him on Spider-Man because but, I mean, it wasn't J.K. Simmons that did it. He wouldn't look like him though. I probably. I don't know. So you'd slap him's makeup and make somebody look like anybody. <laughs> I still, I still wish it was J.K. Simmons in the Spider-Man game, but. Anyway, I just wanted Speaking to Speaking of Spider-Man, Insomniac Games, bought by Sony, finally. About time. I know that was gonna, that's like it's top news area, but I mean, we're Wasn't just that one of your segments. future. What? Wasn't that one of your, like, your future headlines? No, I don't think so. Uh-huh. I, I just find it kind of ridiculous because they had bought Sucker Punch before they bought Insomniac. <laughs> and I only yeah. find this weird because Insomniac had made Ratchet and Clank, which yeah. was more successful than Sly Cooper. Yeah. And... Like, I don't know. They just like how they many people Ratchet like Clank. remember Sly Cooper. I do. Well, I mean, you, I, I know want, you I want, do. I don't know why there's not a Sly collection on PS4 slash like a new Sly Cooper, like a Sly Five, especially with them having <laughs> bought them. But well, I know that team's working on uh, 
uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which looks really good. Yeah. But it's like you have Ratchet and Clank, you got Resistance, Fall of Man, and then Spider-Man, like all made by this company. Like they had a weird Sony yeah. loyalty. Like, yeah, but like they this company that's been making like not a Sony studio, but like making tons of Sony exclusives. Their, their one like little stint was that they got money and made uh, Sunset Overdrive for. Yeah. Which. And then so they, now they did some like VR stuff. too. I know a lot of people are like, well. I guess we won't have Sunset Overdrive 2, which is not necessarily true because Microsoft could just give that to a different team. That's true. It sucks that it wouldn't be like a team that really knows that stuff in and out. Which I've never played Sunset Overdrive. I should. That's. I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass. You're drinking Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. So that's huge news. And it's like something that's like, why hasn't this happened sooner? Yeah. I. I have no idea why, because like, they've gi- bought like all those other studios that were yeah. making games that were. And Giant Bomb was say like they were saying that like this is one of the, this is another one of those situations because like the same thing happened with like Microsoft when they were buying some other studios like like this is one of the situations where it's like okay now like this developer is like quote unquote safe because now they're like now they're like with a huge company. Now they can... Well, I wonder if they yeah. had fears maybe they would get picked up by Microsoft. Oh, that might since be... Since Microsoft that's, was buying That's probably true. Like, games. Like, like, when you first sent me that the link to that article when it happened, I was just like, uh, that what the what the, the Yoda quote, like, the the, the exclusive war, uh, <laughs> or the begun the exclusive war has. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're locking up a lot of those devs that yeah. have, once again, had, like, had a loyalty, but... Yeah, and it feels like bef- like the last few years, it feels like the exclusivity war. Like there, I mean, there's always exclusives, but it feels like it more or less died down, and we we're kind of heading in the direction of where like it made more sense to develop for developers just to be like, no, we we don't want to do exclusives because we make more money if we put them our games everywhere. But now they're all being bought up by the big guys it, and being like, okay, now you have to make exclusive games. Well. In some of the cases, like in Double Fine's case, I think it's a better idea because yeah. they'll have more money. Yeah, exactly. It gives them a safety net. Um, Which and- Double Fine's just had rotten luck. Yeah. Like, they, it, It's, you know, the case of like they had a big hit game, Psychonauts, and then just couldn't catch a break. Like left and right. And they still had been making like good games. Just yeah. nothing was like catching fire. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what game they were, what studio they were talking about. It was, but it was, I think it was one of the micro, one of the Microsoft acquisitions, and they mentioned that like seeing like the new studio that this, um, this new building, this new like studio that they were working on, like like their office and where they're going to be working out of, and like they're like basically kind of like now that looks like a place that's going to be making some huge games, and like that looks like a studio that's like just set, like you, there's no like there there's no way that this studio is going to like fail now because they're they they have everything they need to I, do I what th- they they want. Microsoft's going to come out the gate swinging next next cycle. Dude, I think they they both are going to come out. Yeah, fucking, I mean, there there's going to be some punches. Been, Sony's been really reserved on, like, we don't know what they're up to. Like, we know they have Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. Those See, are, like, the just, last two games. Oh, and... Uh, I think they're trying De- to play Death the Stranding. same... It's like, they have three games that are left. I think they're more or less playing the same kind of uh, um, strategy that they did for the PlayStation 4, where they 
they're letting the, Microsoft the announce 360 strategy. Yeah, they're they're letting Microsoft go first, and then they're going to respond to Microsoft. Yeah, or just I I think I think both consoles are kind of doing that 360 strategy of just like, well, 360 strategy was a little different of getting out, being like we're coming out first, and we're going to get as many as many things out on our console as we can. Yeah, but I I think they're they know. Uh, you need a strong launch lineup, um, which I, I think nothing exhibited this better than Nintendo with the Switch because it had a good launch lineup, uh, which was yeah. one, one of the first times we've had that in a really long time uh, that we had Legend of Zelda out the gate. We got like Mario Odyssey within like a few months. Yeah. Yeah, it's that the having a good launch. I mean, and they're Splatoon two, there especially was like the Xbox. The Xbox. I mean, you know that. I mean, they 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 announced that Halo is going to be a launch title, right? Is that what they? Um, pretty much. It it it, it wasn't really announced necessarily, but we know it's going to be on there. So, and it's going like to be around launch time, around at least in the vicinity of launch. Um, to the point where I'm gonna have to get one. <laughs> well, and I mean that like. There's a lot, obviously they acquired a lot of studios and a lot of them have been like, we don't know what they're working on. So they're working on Xbox stuff. We know they're working on Xbox stuff. Yeah. A lot of Xbox stuff. Um, Which is good. Maybe they'll have IPs, more IPs than essentially Gears and Halo. Like they they had other IPs, but none of them were like catching fire the way Gears and Halo did because they had uh, what you call Alan Wake or not Alan Wake. um, (laughs) Yeah. You know the one I'm thinking of, um, uh, Quantum Break. Yeah, yeah, Quantum Break. Um, yeah, so they had like Quantum Break, which just it didn't work. Crackdown did not really work. Like Crackdown Three was just not as hot as we all. Well, I shouldn't say we all, but as people thought it was going to be, it just it didn't really catch fire. Um, what other IPs do they got? Like Fable is non-existent, even though I'm pretty sure they have a Fable in the works. Yeah. Uh, but it, they just haven't shown it yet. I'm pretty sure will that'll possibly would be launch window, like if not launch day, launch window for the new Xbox. I mean, I they definitely are probably holding on to stuff to show so they have a explosive show next year. I, I think E3 was honestly a little underwhelming uh, this year, like not as many. There was some cool stuff showing for sure. Uh, it just was not things you would expect to be, but. Yeah, I'm looking forward to new consoles, new stuff, new having new toys. Yeah, new. I love but, new stuff. But man, I, I honestly, it's now more than ever. It's been like, kind of like you said, the exclusive wars. But it's Microsoft sounds like they're ready to have an all new lineup. Sony's had had really solid lineup of games and continues to. And Nintendo has like more IPs than anybody else. Yeah, so. <laughs> Wow, a lot of good good stuff happening. So yeah, I'm, it it's never been a better time to be a gamer, really. Um, especially a console gamer. Yeah, like uh, especially an Xbox console gamer with that Game Pass. Am I right? <laughs> even though I don't really, I I'm subscribed, but I don't really play anything on there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even though one of my friends just recently signed up to Game Pass because it it's almost like that. As much as it is that idea with mobile games where it's like an unbeatable deal because it really is. It's like, yeah. hey, you're going to play more than two games in a year. This will save you money. And it's like yeah. it gets it's 15 bucks. You get it on at least the ultimate one you get on Xbox. You get it on PC. Uh, but you also get 
uh, Xbox Live with yeah. it. So you get all those free Xbox Live games as well. Yep. But it's like, if you're going to buy, like, and since every new Xbox title currently is going to come on there, like, Gears 5. So it's like, if you're going to play that, like, day one. Yeah, if you're going to play any first-party, cons- like, Xbox games, like, you might as well have Game Pass. Because it's like, you're, like, si- you're, like, 60 bucks, that's, like, what, four months worth of yeah. And it's like in the whole idea of like game ownership, like that's that's been out the window for a long time. (laughs) That's like you can't expect the games you buy now to work in 20 years. Like that's the bottom line. I mean, I still like buying games. Um, I like buying physical copies. I have like it's kind of memorabilia to me. I like having an actual like. I mean, you've seen my library that yeah. it's like impressive. It's yeah. an impressive library. Like I, I still like buying stuff. I like owning the games, but at the same time, it's just like I'm starting to get to a point where it's just like, it, I would actually be more willing to buy a physical copy if I had already played some of the game on Game Pass or something and knew I liked it. Oh yeah. So that's the other thing. Like you can try out more games. Which speaking it's of Game like Pass, demos. there's a uh, Don't Make Cry Fives on there. So yeah. if you want to check that out, it's on there. Um, yeah, which is a fairly new game. <laughs> yeah, I and with the whole ownership thing, it's just like I like having I like having the games, but at at some point, like I'm not going to be able to play them because of technology, the way it works now, and future proofing. And eventually, discs will wear out. You won't be able; they'll be unreadable no matter what. Like, there's no way around it. You can't preserve that forever. Um, so it's just I'm I'm kind of to the point where I've kind of given up on that whole de- idea. Although I've never been the person to trade in a game ever, like that always that was like one of the things that always bugged me about some of my friends like years and years ago was like they'd be like they'd buy a brand new game and play it and then they would trade it in and then spend like thir- twenty or thirty bucks for another brand new game. My brothers that way, still. and then they would just be like, okay, now you don't have the game that you already paid for and then you, you spent another you 30, never get ahead that way yeah you, then you spend another you spent another 20 30 dollar games on this other game and you're gonna trade that in and you just you're just spending more and more money and then you don't have anything in your collection and it's like way more expensive than just like how game passes now so it's just like i don't know i always thought people who had used games were heathens too like i hated getting used games for like a present especially if it didn't have the original <laughs> box or anything you'd be like Ew. Oh, see, I, i'm i'm a huge i was i loved used games i always bought used games like pawn shops and yeah, see i never bought like used that. games and i never traded my games away because i just i like everything to be pure i never bought used games from gamestop because it was always like too fucking expensive i just i'm really for things in very pristine condition as much as, like, I'm not against used games, but GameStop, it's sometimes hard to tell what you're getting. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah, like I'll buy, I would buy, like, old... It's almost like, can I inspect the disc and case <laughs> and make sure all the inserts are in there? Like, I'm yeah. real finicky about that stuff. Like, back in the day, like, like the Nintendo 64 days, like, I'm pretty sure half of our, like, Nintendo 64 collection actually came from a pawn shop. <laughs> Because that's what we would do. Like, we'd just go to a pawn shop and, like, just look through the games. Like, oh, play this game or get this game. And it'd be, like, obviously, like, less than half the cost of buying a brand new game because... Well, on like, cartridge-based games, you didn't care about, like, there was no real case. Yeah. Like, the, the like all the boxes and inserts for a lot of that stuff is gone. I still yeah. have a lot of the booklets. Yeah, which is, like, why buying that stuff, like, new or, like, unused in box or complete in box stuff, like, for collect like collectors, like, that's so expensive. 
Yeah. I mean, just those spending like hundreds of dollars. I have lots of booklets just tucked away because I'm like, those booklets are almost worth more than the games. (laughs) I still have uh, a couple of booklets from like my old PC games and a couple of PC game boxes that I just like folded flat. (laughs) It's just kept them because they're like two of them, which I've already I've already Freelancer and Star Lancer. I have I have those boxes tucked away flat somewhere. And that was like the freelancer was like when they they went away from like those giant ass like textbook size boxes to like the smaller ones that were more or less the size of a DVD case. Yeah. Yeah. What, anyway, we should probably take a break. No, we got to go to the next. Uh, what you playing? Yeah. Well, we've been going for like an hour and 40 an hour. What are and you playing, minutes. Justin? No. What are you playing? Take a fucking break. And we'll do it after. All right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He wasn't playing anything. Hello? Is anybody here? Uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm coming. All right. I see you liked my bell over there. Yeah, it's a nice bell. Um, Do you have any games or something that we could play just to pass the time? I think I've got exactly what you're looking for. Missing Roleplayer Found brings you another odd adventure in Odd Doggies, where characters from our SAO campaign and a special guest from Lit Gaming Arena play a Dungeons and Doggies module in 5th edition. Join us every Sunday for the next part in this awesome adventure, up until we go back to Sword Art Online Odd this September. All right, and welcome back to the podcast. We did some stuff a little out of order, but that's just because the segues were too smooth. So we're going to jump into what games we have actually played this week because we went way crazy that first segment. We well, The only reason why we said it is because instead of saying what game did I play, I just talked about Invaders M. Yeah, <laughs> I actually that didn't just, play any games. That just like went directly all into all like the movie and TV show discussion. So that's fine. It's content. Don't we need it's to good just, content? We just need to talk about what you played. Well, Mark didn't talk did, about what Marcus played either. What did you guys play? <laughs> I Frost told didn't you. play shit. She just watched Invaders <laughs> M. Um, I played more of uh, not uh, uh, oxygen, not included, or. Is that what it's called? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, Oxygen Not Included, which was pretty good. I didn't get, again, I still haven't gotten very far into the game, but I did um, research up a lot of the tech tree. Um, But yeah, pretty solid game. I like the mechanics with it. I like how there's, there. it goes as far as like, if you build like a lavatory and a sink, like an actual sink, like you need like a water input and a water output so that you can get rid of that gray water and black water (laughs) Um, and just dispose of that into some sort of pit. There is like ventilation and there's like air purification type stuff too. So I think if you get further up the tech tree, there's stuff that can more or less, I'm sure remove um, fecal matter. I don't (laughs) Um, like bad water and contaminated water. Cause there is like a, a quote-unquote landfill or compost pile where you put contaminated contaminated dirt and it sits there for a while and it produces regular dirt that you can use as materials for whatever dirt is needed for. 
Um, but yeah, pretty solid game. I'm enjoying my time playing it. What little of it I have been able to play. Um, I don't think I played anything else other than that. I just kind of sat down and played that um, since it's really easy to just pop in and out of that game. So, At a very extreme Friday last <laughs> week. Oh, wow. You stay up all night. I stayed up really late on Friday. Um, me and my friend are on our march through Borderlands and Gears, but we played Gears 3, played it from start to finish all on Friday. Oh my god. So it's, <laughs> well, it's the, while the game Gears is Gears 3 short, is pretty short. I mean, all Gears games are pretty short, but considering I got off work and we started about 5, you can imagine we were playing this till like... Yeah. I, I finished at about 1.30 a.m., it's it's a bit of a long it's it's a lot to take in all at once, yeah. Um, but it, that game remains good. I really liked it. Uh, it's a lot to take in all at once, though. <laughs> like, it, it's not the ideal way to play it. I, I would have rather have broken it into like two or three sessions, ideally two. I usually that's how we did the first one. We did uh, acts uh, one and two, and then uh, three, four, and five in the second day because I feel that's an even split on the first game. Yeah. And that's similar on the second game. I think it's like acts one and two and then three, four and five. Um, and this, I would do acts one, two and three and then acts four and five on a separate day. And I think that's an even split because act three is really short. That's the, that's the short one. It's all action all the time. Gears three is, I, I still feel I haven't played four yet or judgment, but gears three remains like, the gold standard in gears it's so good it's like a the really solid game the mechanics are really good in that one all the guns are really good like the retro lancer feels really yeah. good i like stabbing them with the with the bayonet on it yeah and just like <laughs> i just I love the air. yeah i love how it's the retro lancer it has a bayonet instead of a chainsaw and it <laughs> like it has obscene firepower so it shoots really like uncontrolled yeah yeah it's and then it's got like lambent humans in it um, so yeah, it, it's got a lot going on. Game's real intense. Um, but it's a good game. But we're moving forward from that. Uh, we got still the last bit of cleanup to do in Borderlands Two, uh, which is just the last couple of DLCs we haven't done. Uh, so basically, the D and D one uh, and the which is what Tiny Tina's Dragon Keep, something like that. Yeah. And then we have the uh, Commander Lilith, which is the new DLC. And then there's also, like, some hunts that they added that were, like, free DLC. Um, so we're going to do those. But all that stuff should be kind of short, I think. But I don't know, because Borderlands is a real, like, this should take, like, an hour. And then it ends up, like, seven, eight hours later. <laughs> uh, so we, we don't know until we're there, I guess. But hopefully we can clean that up and then start Gears 4. Yeah. Which... Get wanna, through that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm skipping Judgment for the time being unless we... We'll see. We're... I think if there's time before Gears 5, we might go back and do... I think we'll do 4, and then if there's time, we'll do Judgment, because Judgment's a sidetrack. So, as much as I know Gears, Judgment is part of the original, like, trilogy, rolls into that. Yeah. But, yeah, I just think if we're going to time crunch this right, we might as well get 4 out of the way. Because uh, 5 drops on the 6th, and then hopefully we can beat that before Borderlands... Three comes out. <laughs> it's going to be cutting it real close on all these fronts. Yeah. Uh, but I, hopefully we can get there. I think we can. We're going to try and time crunch it 
the way I want to. But other than that, I played uh, more Hey Pikmin. Um, that game's pretty all right. It's a real just relaxing game. I like getting stuff in that, you know, like uh, they have game cartridges, which have interesting names on them. <laughs> I mean, they're like Zelda cartridges, but yeah. it would be like, or like one was a Mario cartridge and they, they're just named like weird things like uh, Eternal Punishment. Like when you pick it up, it'll be like, like My Greatest Sin or something like that. Like, I, I can't remember the exact names of these things, but it was like, it felt like Miyamoto was maybe a tortured soul. <laughs> like maybe he doesn't want to keep making Mario's. <laughs> or maybe like the Zelda one was like I, I couldn't tell if that was maybe a, a like pointed like it's named in a pointed way at Awanuma because I know they kind of have like a weird like friendship but I don't know I find that stuff funny just the yeah. names of things like spiral generator and it'll just be like uh, a crazy straw <laughs> like <laughs> Crazy straw. I haven't heard that being said out loud in a long time. <laughs> it's just always, you know, just everyday objects, but they have weird names because they're like weird spaceship names, but you're like tiny. Olmar's really small, really, really small, but he's bigger than the Pikmin. <laughs> <laughs> he's their leader. Um, that, so, yeah, that game's all right. I, if you can find it for real cheap, it's worth it. I got mine on clearance for like five bucks. <laughs> um, I don't know. I got I get, I have a lot of my 3DS games are on I found on clearance, so I don't know. You can find those games for real cheap. They're worth it. If you bought this at like 40 bucks, I could imagine, or maybe it was 30. I don't remember what it cost at launch, but I would imagine you might feel a little disappointed if you paid that for it. But <laughs> at like five dollars, I, I think it's all right. That's a steal. Yeah. So played a bit more of that. I've been playing Yakuza Zero. I'm trying to get through that. I I think I'll beat that before I beat Fire Emblem. I'm getting towards the end. I've been trying to do two chapters a day. I haven't held to that because I had a friend visiting from New York and he sucked up a lot of my time. Um, <laughs> it happens. But yeah, it's Yakuza. Man, it's a good game. The story is ridiculous. Like, like in ridiculous? A, or? a little bit of both. <laughs> like, like a holy shit. How is like that is a crazy like story a, and what it's, the fuck? And then it's also like a typical How did that happen? Typical like, Japanese game. Like and just over the top action, the, like way over the top action. Literally the only what's the word I'm trying to f- f- exposure to this game that I have got is when you were playing karaoke. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, only exposure to this game I've got. See, there's uh, two protagonists in it. There's uh, Goro Majima and there's uh, Kiryu Kazuma. And so far, their stories were kind of separate. And I'm at where now they're intersecting. Because, I mean, you'd have to figure, like, they eventually would cross, like, in some way. But now I'm finally like, okay. Because at first it's like, how are these two, like, stories related? And now I'm finally like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> like shit <laughs> galaxy brain <laughs> yeah basically um yeah that uh kiryu is awesome i want him in tekken now more than ever <laughs> uh, i know he's a top requested character but he, he should be in there 
Um, and that leading it, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we got more Yakuza dumped on us. A lot more Yakuza with three, four, and five coming. Um, three out today, uh, four coming in October on like October 29th. Yeah. And then five uh, coming in February of next year. So a lot of Yakuza all at once because now it's like, now, now it's great. Ne- it's never been a better time to be into Yakuza. Never yeah, been no a better. Shit. Like you have zero, so you can start from the, the beginning, beginning. Um, then you can play Kiwami and Kwame 2, and then you can play 3, 4, and 5 now, and then you can play 6. And then if you really want, if you want more Yakuza, it's a lot of Yakuza, but you could do Judgment. And then you just... And there's probably another Yakuza in the works. I'm sure Yakuza 7's <laughs> yeah. in the works. So Yeah. This is so much of it. God, wouldn't it be crazy, which I'm pretty sure this will happen. It's like Yakuza 5 drops in February, and then like two months later, Yakuza 7 drops. Oh my god. Like... <laughs> so much so much yakuza it'd give you two months you finish that and then they're like guess what we got another game you just keep rolling <laughs> it'll just never end just every two months yeah i mean the, those games are fantastic but they are extremely extremely japanese like i would i wouldn't say you need like you if i think if you're into anime if you're into just extremely japanese stuff they're great but if you're like if you walked into this expecting like a triple A ass triple A game, you're gonna walk away disappointed. <laughs> I think I've talked about before yeah. how people would always mention like, oh, like Yakuza, that's Japanese Grand Theft Auto, and it's really not. You're not stealing cars. You're not. It's not like pinnacle of graphics. You're not. Everything is not built super well, but boy, is it a good time. Yeah. I had like a uh, a Marlin uh, gun. It was a Marlin that was like a cannon launcher. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's crazy. Sounds crazy. Sounds crazy. Oh, and I also uh, I forgot to mention. I watched a little bit on the light side. I played some Castlevania Rondo of Blood. I'm almost at the end of that. Yeah, I've never I never really played Rondo before. Um, Rondo's pretty good. Um, I feel Rondo's the best of the arcade era. Like I guess like classic, like classic Castlevania. Um, Very rudimentary. Like walking up the stairs is super weird (laughs) because you get like locked in place. So it's not like it's not like when you hit back, you turn around. You're facing forward when you're walking. Oh, really? (laughs) Which can fuck you because something might come from behind and you you can't turn around and hit it (laughs) because you're just facing forward. So you have to jump, but then jumping, you can fall through the stairs if you don't hit like forward on the stairs. It's stairs are awful. (laughs) Stairs are real. It sounds like the worst. Yeah, stairs have always they're they're cursed in Castlevania. <laughs> but R- Rondo, man, it's it's really kind of weird because it's very much like you do a stage and there's a boss at the end of the stage, which is kind of nice. Yeah. But there's multiple paths you can take. So like I, I didn't figure this out till later, but like I found a key and I had no idea what the key was to. And then later I was like, oh shit, there was a locked door. And I had found <laughs> that locked door. I just didn't know the key was to it. Oh shit. In a weird way. And I think that leads down a different path that leads to a different boss. And also you can save like girls along the way. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's the cutscenes in it are like, look like really bad MS paint, but you know, I'm like, I know the time it was made. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know when this was made. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's good playing as Richter. I really, yeah. I, I, I have a soft spot for Richter. He's my boy. Yeah. I also like Simon. They're not. I think Julius is like my Belmont. <laughs> like if I was to be like that's my Belmont, I think I would choose Julius. Um, but my favorite character in like all of Castlevania is Soma Cruz. Who's not a Belmont? I don't know. I really like hmm. Gabriel as well, but I know like he's off the beaten path. Anyway, that's Castlevania. <laughs> I like whipping what, stuff. What, what? I like smashing things. I I love the axes. Anytime you get the axes, I take the axes. <laughs> it's all about the axes. They try to give you holy water. They always try to give you holy water, but don't take the holy water. It's a trick. You can only throw it on the ground. <laughs> and everything, like, I swear every boss is, like, flying in the air. Floating. They're running around. They have, they're, maybe they're Dracula and their weak point's just their head. So you have to jump up and whip them in the head every time. Or you could just throw an axe at them. Just throw them axes. Hmm. Axes are the secret. They're a secret weapon. Use the axes. They're also a weird time stop power. That's pretty good. Sweet. It, like, slows down time. It's pretty handy. Playing anything else this week? No, that's really it. Um, okay. But the, those have kept me busy. I'm. I didn't play more Fire. Oh wait, shit! I played Mario Maker. I finally oh, busted more into Mario Maker. Busted into Mario Maker. I didn't make any Mario's. You played them. I Mario's. wasn't. Which is like a euthanism. <laughs> a, like, euthanism? <laughs> a euthanism. You euthanized Mario. I euthanized killing. Oh, I did euthanize Mario. You fucking euthanized. I threw him. No, I didn't euthanize Yoshi's. I euthanized Mario's. I threw them in pit. It's a euphemism. Um. I call it a making a Mario is that's when I'm making making nasty. <laughs> nice. I'm making Mario. Nice. No, I <laughs> I didn't make any Mario's. I played Mario's. Um there's some good stages. There like I, I like to play the endless Mario because you'll get stages that are kind of you, you you know, unexpected, just random stages that might be good. The only thing I don't like is since that mode starts you with five lives that I was playing on normal. And since those levels are like untested, it might be like, yeah, like one or two people played this or skipped it. But it's like, so it's like, we know it's harder than an easy level, but maybe it is an ultra hard level. And it's just not in that bracket yet. Yeah. And since I'm super determined, I would just be like, waste all five lives on this shitty ass level. That might be a puzzle level, so it's like made to just be like, oh, you fucked up, you died. And also, what is with people and like they give you their idea of giving you a power up is like, here's one power up in the beginning of the game. Hope you don't fucking lose it because <laughs> we're never giving you another Good power luck, up. bitch. Bye. Yeah, or just being like, you need the boot to finish this level, and we're going to give you one boot at the beginning of the level. You fucking <laughs> lose that boot, you are fucked. <laughs> I had one where it like would drop me near the flag but not on the flag and if you like miss somehow you couldn't really recover from it it'd essentially be like dropping <laughs> you into a pit like right near the end like like oh we built a wall in front of the flag and if you didn't move in that little like space we made yeah you and you fell down now you're just stuck and you have to exit the level to <laughs> that sucks it's like why would you why would you do this oh no so i don't know there's not a lot of uh there's a lot of really good levels, a lot of good creativity, but there is also like a some shitty. Yeah, like it's one of those making just a good standard Mario level is like insanely hard and like nobody does it. And it, yeah, as it turns out, actually making a good ass Mario level is like n- not easy. 
It's not easy, you and I feel make, like a lot of the good makers, that's not what they want to make. They no, wanna they want to make the impossible, like, hard... Kaizo levels, yeah, or... That's what people want to make. They don't the, want to make, like, good standard Mario levels. Or, or I think they make, like, really creative levels, and they kind of stick within that. Like, I did one that was, like, a cinema level. So, it, like, it trapped Mario in a little thing, and it kind of was, like, an auto level. But it had a, like, Goomba... Like, there was two Goombas in boots... One of them was in the high heel and one of them was in the regular boot. <laughs> and one of them got like captured and then he had to save it. Sounds and then, like a storyboard. Yeah. And then at the end, they like made a bunch of little baby goombas. <laughs> this is like something that you would see in that fucking. Um, it's like fan fiction. What was that? Um, Shit. What was that called? The line writer. That's like something you would see in line writer. This was just incredible because you. <laughs> There, you know, like, or I'm even Happy Wheels. People did that shit in Happy Wheels a lot. I'm just impressed with like your limited toolkit, and then people coming up with real creative ways to use that toolkit to maybe yeah. do like subvert it and change like your concept of how this thing works. I played one that was like a fishing level. Uh, <laughs> it had like an on-off switch, and it had like a little like fishing pole in the water, and just it would pop out blocks, and you had to like kill these fish in the water, and it'd give nice. you keys. And there would be, like, more little fishing ponds. It was pretty cool. This just sounds like Mario Happy Wheels <laughs> at this point. A little point. bit, but it, there's just interesting stuff. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of the auto levels for the most part because that's kind of what Mar- the original Mario Maker just turned into at the end. It was, like, the only thing you could find that was, like, quote-unquote good was just auto levels that played themselves. And it's like, well, you did, like, all right, I just stood here and it, like, looked like I did a lot of cool stuff, but I didn't. <laughs> Are there any levels where you're like locked in place and you have to like throw a shell and hope it lands into a certain hole and you win? Otherwise, it like lo- just drops Bowser on top of you. Oh, I'm sure. I just haven't run into one because those are like my favorite levels. In those are my favorite kind of levels in Happy Wheels, where like you're the scooter guy, but you're like locked in place and you just have a bunch of like shit behind you and you got to throw it and you you just got to like let go and like you like lean back. And you would grab onto something and you just got to throw it forward and hope it lands in a hole that's good because otherwise it'll like one hole be like, oh, you win. But then the one next to it will be grenade and it just like drops a grenade on you. (laughs) Those are like the best Happy Wheels levels. I did some my favorite so far have been these like runner levels where you just sprint basically run the whole time. Yeah, it's like you're nonstop running and. One was like you had to, which this was like top in the popular tab, but you had to race a thwomp. Like, well, it was like several thwomps, but they, you start running and then eventually like you'll come across a thwomp and then it starts going across the screen and you have to get to the like, I hesitate to say checkpoint, but you had to get past a certain point before it hit like this on off switch that would like block you off from going in there. Yeah. And there, and then it would start like more thwomps doing this and you had to just keep like running through and doing these things. It was pretty cool. And then the other one had you almost do like Kaizo stuff, but you were just running. So it just kind of auto did like, like, oh, you kicked a shell and like, and then it fell on a spike pit. And that, but if you just keep running, you'll bounce off of it. And then they'll like bounce you off all these other like turtles that they stacked up on these spikes. Yeah. It, so it was kind of like doing Kaizo stuff just automatically, which was <laughs> pretty cool. Like it made you feel cool, even though you weren't doing made anything. You feel really. like a badass. Yeah. So. I like that stuff. There was a level that was insanely difficult that I played in the like the endless runner one that uh, me and my friend couldn't beat while it was in there. But eventually we just like went and looked up what level that was uh, and played it. 
And boy, I spent a lot of time. I spent probably about an hour and a half trying to finish this level. Um, it, it had a, it was called Luigi's Nightmare. And it was kind of like a haunted house thing. And you kind of, it had like poison rising. But eventually you go, you go in and then eventually you do all these like hard jumps in this absolute darkness. And then there's like this part where it just says run and you just start running and there's like music blocks, but it's pure dark. So you have to bounce off these music <laughs> blocks. And it took me a while to, cause there, I was like, okay, there's like an ice, like there's ice blocks with a saw blade in the middle. And then there was like more music blocks and it kind of followed this for a few sets. It took me a while to realize he had like a pattern for it of like, okay, you need to bounce off this one. Don't bounce on this one, bounce on the next one. And bounce on the one after that. Don't bounce on the next music block. Like, it was a very, like, patterned thing. So it's like a combo lock, almost. Yeah, it was just patterned to get through this darkness. Because, obviously, like, you couldn't... Like, maybe if you tried really hard, you could fake it through it. But that would be the... Like, okay, I'm just jumping blind, hoping I land on something. (laughs) Not the best way. But then after you get through this crap which it doesn't checkpoint you, which I was like, what a monster. <laughs> what a monster not putting another checkpoint here. You you drop. It would have cost you nothing to be that, to you, do that, and you, yet you didn't. You go through this pipe, and it drops you, and then, like, all these Koopas around you. And it took me a while to notice, because, well, actually, my friend pointed it out, because... This poison just starts running, so I just, like, killed these Koopas and ran forward. Well, then the poison's too high and you can't get through this pipe. I didn't notice that there's, like, a shell on the ground that you get and you use as, like, a boat. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I just didn't notice it, so I didn't crawl in the shell uh, that's poison-resistant. Yeah, and then once you go through that tunnel, you're at the end. Oh, my God. So I had to redo that hard jumping part, like, at least three more times till I could get that shell. Um, but I did beat that level, <laughs> but it was real hard. I, that level had like 150 deaths, and I almost feel like all of that was me because only two people had beaten it. And the guy who had the world record time, which I assume was this person's friend, uh, had like 15 seconds on it versus my like two minutes. So I'm like, there must be like an easy path to the end, like because yeah, doing that jump section, there's no way you would just like crush that whole level in 15 seconds. So I'm like, there must be a shortcut, and I just couldn't find it. I did like poke around that level quite a bit though. And there like I played some of the levels in the hot section as well and I don't know that some people are just like some of those levels are like obnoxiously bad and you're like this level's bad you should feel bad. <laughs> like boy and some levels are like wow that person holy crap they know what they're doing. But I was glad I finally dived a little deeper on Mario Maker. Um which is really just since my friend was in town, I kind of needed a like game that I could play and not worry. Like I could play and he could play that. I didn't have to like focus on a story or anything. Anyway, that is everything I did. I know I droned on a bit there. All right. Um, so next I, re- I received another uh, press release from Todd, who I'm assuming is the, the producer for Gamer Scrooge here because it just contained another link to Gamer Scrooge. So, uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll just play this. We'll play this. The TV won't display anything from the computer for some reason. So we have the small screen.
Yeah, that's that's cool stuff. Well, we should probably move on to our next topic, which is going to be an interesting one. Um, so I was on Twitter the other day. I got a direct message, a press release from Gamer Scrooge. Who? <laughs> Gamer Scrooge. McDuck? So this press release <laughs> reads, Hi, I represent Gamer Scrooge, the world's oldest gamer of YouTube and Instagram fame. He was recently banned from the world-renowned West Edmonton Mall during the filming of his recent episode. Yes, Gamer Scrooge is now banned from a mall. And there's a video that went along with this. Why was this a direct message? How else should I send the press releases? By mail? But then other broadcasts, like Shart Select, well, they're going to break the news way before you, leaving you guys in the dust. Let me have your address. Leave it in the comments. It's a press release direct message. <laughs> <laughs> this one isn't as loud as, or this one isn't as long as last, the last video. Apparently he flunked out of nursing school, so now he gets to work for the Gamer Scrooge on the TV show. Bathwater. So here he is holding the camera in front of my So face. what we're actually seeing on the screen is, uh... Gamer Scrooge trying to work out here. Gamer Scrooge is getting. Oh, I thought he was ripped. trying to pole dance. No, he is in shape. This is the best shape Gamer Scrooge has ever been in. It's turning me on. He has he has that motivation on in the background. He has a a looping clip of Arnold working out. It's what you should be watching. <laughs> He's going to show you how to become the governor of California. I mean, the man is very clearly wearing a mask and selling his creepy, what looks like dirty bath water. A mask? How dare you, sir? How dare you insult a war vet such as myself? Yes, it's true, I could use some moisturizer, and I do have a little loose skin here and there. Maybe a little boil around here. And... It's true, the rumors are true that I got hit in the face once and developed a rare case of cauliflower nose. <laughs> but your insults, they're just uncalled for, frankly. You know, I like you, Mr. Marcus. I like you. I like you on the radios. But I bet, I bet we both probably have a face for radio now, don't we? And I say probably because at some certain angles, I'm quite, quite handsome. Look at that one. Oh, that is That's your best side. Angle. That is. That's a good angle right there. <laughs> Back here. Oh, yeah. Striking angle. His bathwater looks <laughs> more like authentic. A, he looked like the Grinch. <laughs> His might have human DNA in it. His definitely has human DNA. <laughs> We're like podcastception right now, listening to ourselves on our own podcast. <laughs> Look, it has a yellowish It's tint. very masturbatory. <laughs> Oh, now he's really getting in shape. He's smoking some weed right fresh. there. That's not weed. He's Canadian. <laughs> that, it's, it's legal there. No, that is, uh... Is it steroids? No, it's coke you turn. Tournament. It's a lot of sweat build up in the glands, under the, under the testicles, in the area, the bunghole. 
water, cereal. How expensive is it? $20. So it's cheaper? Yeah, it's cheaper. Premium product, but cheaper. It's going back to the weights. There comes some customers. There comes some customers. They're hungry customers ready to buy some That's the ab roller exercise. I bet we have much in common, Mr. Marcus. We both likely take the same medications. And we both sound like we just woke up. Fair enough. He's calling you out. Calling you out. I've been told before I have a voice like I just woke up. I just live in a perpetual state of just woken up. That's why I need game fuel. around it to get more woke. Now he's playing some double dragon. I always getting ripped in double dragon. How many Mario games does there have to be? Ghost. Ghost house. <laughs> Ghost house. Ghost house. Ghost house. Ah. Turns out only the elderly go to farmers markets and they have no need for bath water. So we packed up shop and we went to the world famous West Edmonton Mall where all the kids hang out. Surely I was going to sell some bath water there, right? After all, it's premium game with Scrooge bathwater. Roll the tip, Todd. Ghost house. Ghost house. <laughs> I got Todd's higher health here. With the Does he ever sell any bathwater? Spoiler alert, no. Well, I mean, uh, we're not going to watch this whole thing. No. <laughs> it's the longest thing ever. That's why I was fast forwarding through. You fast forward through more of this, son. Sorry to bore you, but I'm out on the streets hustling, trying to make a buck, trying to make it in this world, and you're inside, sitting on your ass, drinking Mountain Dew. Hey, hey. For Scrooge. It's... You need a better campaign. It's game Watched fuel, it not just Mountain Dew. I'll repay my old friend Retro Randy a little busy. On our way to see my friend Retro Randy, the mall Gestapo showed up. And put a stop the mall Gestapo. for our entire video. That's right, we, they cut us short. So not only did I not sell one single goddamn gem of bath water, not only was I laughed at for an entire day, <laughs> I am now banned from the biggest mall in the entire area. I can't go back. Sometimes I like to do my Tai Chi in the mornings there. In the wide open spots with all my Asian Oriental friends. Watching him, I wonder if he's gonna reuse now, that bath water. <laughs> well, he back in, in the it. bucket. He bathes in it, and then it becomes so extra. Listening to myself. <laughs> this one's gonna be the forty dollar level. <laughs> you know, they took all the information. They know about the show now. I can't even call them ageist. I can't call them racist. I can't call them anything because I'm not supposed to air this. If they catch me airing it, oh boy, there's going to be a class action lawsuit and I'll be just like the pink haired girl in a lot of hot water. So, 
That's it. When he says airing it, he's talking about like, you know, when you poop and you're just hovering above the toilet. I'm no longer selling bath water. I'm out of business. What's next? What's next? What's next? I need a fucking nap. Anyway, that was the Gamer Scrooge press release. Banned from the Edmonton Mall for selling bath water. Unlike some pink-haired girl. I had real bath water. Look real. His was real. Would you have bought his bath water? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'd help out a fellow gamer. Not just a gamer, but the oldest gamer. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, he's clearly an old guy. Something seemed off. No, nah, it's totally legit. He's <laughs> the oldest, world's oldest gamer. Um... As far as I've gathered from his YouTube channel. <laughs> Very strange stuff. How do you find this stuff? This has 100 views. This stuff finds me. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> 196 views. And the last 16 of that is you. Where's your TV show, Mr. Market? <laughs> I heard you're the international man of influence. So where is it? Why am I, I so attacked? You know. All of you know that 100 is a pretty good rating among the seniors community. That's right. Greta, she has her own knitting show. Huh. And she pulls in seven viewers. Seven viewers. Seven. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Seven. Keep it, it used to be 12. But guess what? Five of them died. That's right. They were good men and women, and they died. Yep. <laughs> I just tried sharing this video to Reddit, and it didn't go anywhere. Oh, God. It's a 20-minute video. Yeah, it's right up their alley. Bathwater. I guess Bath right, up their right up their audio. Right up their Where is your TV show, Bath Marcus? <laughs> right up their alley is more uh, like a 30 second Maybe I video. should be yeah. on TV. <laughs> Got to join gratification. Uh, I've got Gamer a Scrooge's network. I got a face water. for TV. Oh, certainly not. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. I really don't have much else to say about that. Poor old Gamer Scrooge. Hope he gets unbanned soon. I hope he uh, sells some bath water. Yeah, you should probably sell that online. I bet there's some people out there that want some old man ball water. Get sweaty. Sweaty. Sweaty balls. Oh, is that why he's doing an exercise routine? Oh my God, spoiler alert. Is he going to get into a bath again? Thanks for having me on the show, fellas. You guys do one hell of a broadcast. And you guys pay attention to Gamer Scrooge. You respect your elders. And then in return, I respect you. So in any case, I'm Gamer Scrooge. And we're going to end this one with a weather update. Take it away. Europe's a cooking. We're a cooking. <laughs> yeah, we're cooking a bit, but Europe's really cooking. <laughs> I haven't paid attention. How hot? I've been hearing people this complain about it. This is great. 43 degrees Celsius? So about 100 degrees. I think that's a lot hotter. It's about 100. Hold on. We're, we're cooking. Yeah, it's the Gamer Scrooge on the TV show. Thank you. You did good work, Gamer Scrooge. <laughs> doing... He called me out like he didn't say anything to you guys. What I didn't. I didn't say anything about him, bad about yeah. him. You were the one. Frost who was wasn't even here last judgment. time. I wasn't talking. You shit were the one that was like, it was a mask. Frost, Frost wasn't here last time we had. We we showed a segment. She left. Well, Scrooge, <laughs> you're doing gamer work. You're out there. You're pushing product. You're you're doing. 
You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're getting sweaty and you're playing a game. <laughs> it's in that order. <laughs> in that, he's got a baste in it. Yeah. It, well, and then the bath comes afterwards. Then, that's how you get the real. That's when you get the premium. The, you gotta the, clean out them glands, <laughs> getting them folds, getting all the wrinkles. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, so big shout out to uh, the gamer Scrooge. I mean, if you guys haven't seen his stuff, you got to check it out on YouTube. Gamer Scrooge on the TV show. I'll post links to it on Twitter. I I share his stuff every now and then on Twitter. So he has a TV show. I do not. Yeah, he's flexing that TV show. Then one hundred viewers. Hey, that's more views than this podcast. Yeah, is <laughs> <laughs> getting more traffic than us. Yeah, pretty much. Hopefully that will change because we're, we're making we're, we're making some changes. Right? No, not changes, but stuffs happening. Stuffs happening in the back the back room of the old LGA podcast that might gain gain some more listeners and get us some more places. And also the Twitter is growing a lot faster than it was before. So that is also a good thing. It's actually growing faster than my own personal Twitter at this point. Well, that's good. So like it's Always actually good to hear. It's actually like 10 followers behind my podcast, which like at one point it was like 100 behind my my Twitter. So it's growing faster than that. I mean, and obviously this has more to offer. This Lake Gaming Arena Twitter has more to offer than my personal Twitter. Just me. That's just me shit posting and just being a troll on Twitter. So, well, and I'm here. I'm sitting on my butt. Yep. Recording a cast. <laughs> drinking. <laughs> Game Drinking f- some dew. Game fuel dew. It's not really my drink of choice, um, <laughs> but I'll drink it nonetheless. But it's it's the one that we agreed to in the Gaming Podcast Alliance Charter to... Uh, <laughs> we have a charter? No. When did... Uh, the, the, Why are uh, we always agreeing to stuff that I'm not involved with? <laughs> uh, I think that was... Shart Select claims that they didn't sign any charter, but I heard that they were, they've been hiding it behind their toilet. Shart Select apparently gets things more accurate than we do. They're, they're a little ahead of the times, according <laughs> to Scrooge. Yeah. Gamer I Scrooge. I don't know how 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 shipping overseas to the Shardy Boys I want to know faster. the Shardy Boys. <laughs> Um, how are Hewis, Dewis, and Lewis the uh, the the nephews of gamers? <laughs> I don't know. He, he doesn't seem to mention them on his show at all. You think he would game with them? He stole all their games. Is he? Is he a creepy uncle? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but I mean, he is banned from a mall, so. Who That's knows? More than I can say. Yeah, I'm not banned. I'm only banned from Facebook. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not cool, guys. <laughs> I'm. I don't got a face for TV. I got. I don't got a body for TV. <laughs> I don't have an anything for anything. <laughs> I have no business doing any any type of entertainment. <laughs> I, I gotta be like Gamer Scrooge, lifting some weights. Yeah, I'm gonna get getting, swole. Getting swole. Gonna have biceps like a rock. <clears throat> Gotta get Broly, man. With Gotta those be weights. Broly. Yeah. Because um, his power is maximum. It it was. <laughs> it was. Back then. Not anymore. <laughs> but then, yes, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
So I guess in that we should all we should move on to our next segment, which is another break. No, <laughs> no, that was only forty five minutes. We, by contract, we have to do only at least an hour per segment. <laughs> yeah, we got to make some. We like gamer screws. Need to make some ball soup. Yep, ball soup. Um, so next segment, I uh, balls. I I I don't have a jingle for the segment. Uh, community engagement. <laughs> great, great. That's the segment. Uh, so we have the question of the week. Let me get to it. Getting to it. Scrolling on Twitter. Twitter is an awful platform to do this on, but it's the only platform to really do this on. So sucks for me. <laughs> okay. So question of the day or question of the week. I mean, um, what mini slash classic console remake has the best library? So what do you think? It's, it's got to be either. I would say it's between the it's the, the, gen, it's the Genesis the or the SNES. It's the SNES. I, I, I mean, I'd be leaning towards that SNES. It's a good collection. It's got basically everything you'd want. It's and like it is missing Chrono Trigger. Yeah, but that's okay. And I would like even set aside the fact that you can mod it and just put whatever you want on it because oh, it's I'm not, legit I'm not ass. Because <laughs> that's like that's a le- it's a legit em- emulator. So I think you just got to count at face value what's on these things. Yeah, yeah. SNES has a solid library. Um, I think it came with the two controllers, which I think the NES only came with one, didn't it? I can't remember. One of them came with two, and one came with one. I want to say I can't that remember the, which one was which. I want to say that the Nest came with one, and then it was like another like thirty dollars. I, I to bought buy a wireless controller. controllers because I ain't using a wired controller <laughs> that has like a four inch cord. I think <laughs> I thought the SNES one was longer, but it was like it's a, a bit Nest, longer. It's the so Nest small. one was like three feet long. <laughs> I, I bought it was those like super fucking short. You had the like wireless sit right next to TV. controllers. Yeah, which feel pretty good. Apido, it's good. They make good stuff. Um... So, oh, I thought you were getting up. Well, you're going to move your computer and make more noise, so. I'm silent as a, silent as a ghost. Damn. Oh, God, I hope that doesn't wake Finn up. <laughs> Scream some more and see if it does. Because the last thing we need is to have him wake up and be, like, crying when we need to record. <laughs> Noisy fucking dog. <clears throat> oh god, another another lightning is gonna pick up on the audio. So, gotta love recording a podcast in the middle of a thunderstorm. There's been like a lightning storm all night. I, know, I keep seeing it in the distance, but now we get some more close. That one didn't seem to produce any thunder. What's going on? <laughs> oh, there it is. I don't know if that picked up on the microphones. That one was a little more quiet. <clears throat> all right. So, so we have a reply from Shart Select Pod, probably the Mega Drive Mini. Can't wait for it. Well, that doesn't count. It's not even out yet. <laughs> well, I guess maybe it could count, but I don't know. It doesn't beat the SNES. Um, our new friend, Toonami Hub, a.k.a. at Anime with RJ. A toss-up between the Sega Genesis and the Nintendo. There are so many great titles. <clears throat> Great titles, Luke, Sonic, Punch-Out, Battletoads, and Mortal Kombat. I'm assuming he's... I think that was supposed to say like, not Luke. Oh, yeah, Luke. <laughs> I was like, Luke? Yeah, titles like Sonic, Punch-Out, Battletoads, and Mortal Kombat. So I'm assuming he means uh, the Super Nintendo versus Sega Genesis. I don't know if I would compare the Nintendo to Genesis. <clears throat> oh, my. I'm not sure, my honestly. Throat. 
Because Battletoads isn't on either. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if he was thinking we were talking about like the actual consoles. <laughs> yeah, because uh, which I mean, then Battletoads is on both. Yeah, which would make sense why you say. I mean, I'd be all up. for. I would be all for anything with Battletoads. Just anything with that about so an Xbox. Because yeah, I was like <laughs> Battletoads is in the rare replay. Um, it's not the ideal way to play those, but it is there. It's there. It's fucking thunder. Because, yeah, the lineup, is, holy crap, the Genesis has a, a lot of games. Yeah, it's um, enormous. Isn't it like 60 games or something? See, does this say the exact number? Um, I don't know. It's a lot. Uh, here, I'll just go down the list. Uh, Tetris, Darius, uh, Virtual Fighter 2, Aliasa, Dragoon, uh, Monster World 4, Kid Chameleon, Road Rash 2, Eternal Championships, uh or Eternal Champions, uh, Columns, Dynamite, Heady, um, Strider, Light Crusader, Sonic the Hedgehog, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, uh, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, uh, Toe Jam and Earl, Comic <laughs> Zone, Altered Beast, Guns- Gunstar Heroes, that one's real good, uh, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, uh, Thunder Force 3, Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 3, Streets of Rage 2, Earthworm Jim, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Contra Hard Corps, uh, Landstalker, Mega Man The Wily Wars, that game formerly unreleased in the States, uh, Street Fighter 2, Special Championship Edition, and Ghouls and Ghosts, Alex, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, oh, Beyond Oasis, Golden Axe, Fantasy Star 4, The End of... The Millennia, or Millennium, it's, everything's spelled weird over here. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> Spinball, it's got that spinball, everybody likes that. That's Vector Man, Vector Man, uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World, uh, Tetris, Darius, Road Rash 2, I already named those ones. Uh, but yeah, they were just putting this list weird. Anyway, that's all of them on there, so it's quite a bit of games. Um, see, none of these really like super jump out at me personally, which is why I would go with the SNES over that. I do like the Sonic games. I like Sonic Spinball. I like Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic 2, all good games. Uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Beam Machine. I love Altered Beast. Long gu- love Gunstar Heroes. You know, all those are really good. Um, it's got that, uh, it's got Tetris. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, always good. Uh, Strider. I mean, Strider is pretty solid. But man, that, uh, Let's see, the the SNES Mini, we'll just go through that list too. We'll just stack these side by side and see what is better. And I think the SNES has a better, like, spread in terms of offerings. Because you got Contra 3, Donkey Kong on Country, Earthbound, F-Zero, Final Fantasy 6, um, or 3, depending on your region. <laughs> uh, you got Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course, um... Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, always a classic. That one, uh, Mega Man X, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, Star Fox Two, Street Fighter Two Turbo, Hyper Fighting, uh, Super Castlevania Four, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, <laughs> different different than those Genesis ones. Genesis ones are probably better. Um, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch Out, and Yoshi's Island. So that's a good good lineup for sure. Yeah, it's got a lot of those RPGs that I really like that are like longer format games that I feel the Genesis is kind of missing out on. But the Genesis does have a lot of side scrolling beat em ups that like Nintendo just didn't really have. Um, so yeah, I mean, but 
like games like Final Fantasy VI, Earthbound, and like just any of these, like Secret of Mana, a lot of these RPGs, uh, Super Mario RPG, which like is in some ways harder to play um, unless you had this or bought it on Virtual Console back yeah. in the day. But in any case, I, I, th- I feel this lineup is just so rock solid that it's unbeatable. Yeah. There ain't no <clears throat> Battletoads. Yeah. <laughs> if there was Battletoads, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. We had a couple more here. So LGA Code asked, does Wii Virtual Console count? And I said, no. No, it does not. It's it not, not a, a mini console. That's not a mini classic console. And to which he replies, bruh, fuck all the mini and classic remakes. Virtual console was all the world needed and Nintendo just throws it away. Well, <laughs> you, I, keep keep an eye open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. There's Virtual console had a lot of nice things because it did have a lot of these games that now are just, they're kind of porting onto these things. But I think you can do more with the mini consoles. I, th- I think we're... We're not at the end of the mini console revolution because they're they're making a mini Atari, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. That's not weird. They're making like a lot of these, like yeah, a lot of weird um, mini. Y- consoles. You know what I could go for is a mini Dreamcast. I think that'd be good. It'd have Seaman on it. Sonic Adventure. C-Man. Sonic Adventure and Seaman, and that's it. No, <laughs> uh, Crazy Taxi, Space yeah. Channel Five. Yeah. I mean, games that you can already get like other places, but yeah. it'd be kind of nice to have. Be like, this is like a the way they were cast. meant to be played. <laughs> it'd come with the memory cards. That yeah. Um, we had one more from at Geek Freaks Pod. Probably the SNES. That'll change with the Mini N64. Winky smiley face. And I disagree with that. I don't even think they'll make a Mini N64. That's going to be the hardest one because all these other ones you're able to make a mini controller for. How the fuck you make a mini controller for the Nintendo 64? I mean, the controllers are full size. They're the regular size. I thought those controllers were smaller than... No, the controller is the full size controller. Really? Yeah, it's just the console itself is mini. I thought the Um, controllers were smaller too. but, But I just don't... I mean, I think I've talked about this before on the cast. The problem with an N64 is so many of those properties were rare properties that we can't do. It's like impossible. Like you would have just, you'd only get like the Nintendo produced IPs. And Nintendo's already made that pointless because like games you would think you would want, they've already remade. They've already put on the 3DS. Ocarina of Time already has a good remake on the 3DS. Same with Mario 64. Mario 64 has a DS remake. Like all of those, they've basically already had essentially HD remasters. Yeah, and you'd want to, those versions are a lot better, like especially like that Mario 64 one. Oh, yeah. Because it, you can play as have Mario. You, have you, you ever play tried playing a Mario 64 emulator, a ROM on an emulator? No. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it works like shit. That being said, people have done some crazy ass ROM hacks on that thing and like made completely new Mario games. They look glitchy as fuck, but they look fun. Because, like, I'm having troubles thinking of really any game I would put on an N64 uh, Mini that isn't owned by Rare and isn't, like, Nintendo doesn't directly own that has made a better version of. Yeah, especially, like, Like, I mean, yeah, being the whole Rare thing and Microsoft owing Rare now. Like, like, so we do, do we see a Microsoft Microsoft Nintendo produced Rare well, because it's like, 64. I guess that leaves like Ogre Battle 64, but that even had a port on the like a better version that made its way to the PSP. Yeah. So there's just been better versions of a lot of those games. I mean, so I just don't know what that leaves because even like Diddy Kong Racing already had a better version of it on the DS. Yeah. Like granted, it didn't have Banjo, but whatever. 
Yeah, I don't know if any of you have any ideas of like what could be on a Nintendo sixty four that isn't a rare property. Then that I mean, like, send us a message. Like, let us know if we're wrong on this. But yeah, I don't. I don't put like what Clay Fighter sixty three and third sculptors cut. (laughs) You put like I don't Silicon Valley. I don't see it having a good library. Just like you said, it's just all stuff that we've already had better versions of. Or there just could be a better way to port whatever's left over to yeah. like switch in some way on virtual console. Yeah, exactly. I just um, none none of that really interests me in going back to. I mean, like Quest sixty four. It's like I mean, that's another one where I'm like, I would you would like have to put that on there, but it's not a good game. Like, would you be able to put a um? Would you be able to put a Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer on there? Probably not, because that's. I mean, EA owns the Star Wars, right? Yeah. So you'd have so you to negotiate to, with them. Yeah, and you know they're going to be dickwads about it. Because, so. yeah, I'm like, you look at both the Genesis as well as the uh, the SNES one that it's like, it's mostly first-party stuff. And it's yeah. like, all almost all that stuff's been, anything that was really worthwhile from them has been made better. That it's like, would you bother putting, like, I, I wouldn't even bother putting, yeah. it's like, Majora's like, Mask and... I mean, possibly the only like the good thing that would come out of a Nintendo 64 um, classic console is the fact that it would end up being a Nintendo produced emulator for Nintendo 64 games. So theoretically, you could hack it and put all the other ROMs on it that you wanted to play. So that would be a good case for a Nintendo 64 classic, but it would be like not what Nintendo (laughs) intends. Yeah, I mean, just like I... I struggle to think, though, of, like, any game that would even remotely... Like, that, I think that's also the problem the PlayStation Classic ran into. Yeah. PlayStation Classic had an all-right lineup. It's just a lot of those 3D games don't hold up as well. No. So, I, I think... Uh, Same thing with the Nintendo 64. It's, like, yep. early 3D stuff. It doesn't work as well, and it's... No. Everything functions really broken, because, like... Well, you put an old fighting game on there. Nobody wants to play that. They stay like you. You pop it in. You play like ten minutes, and then you're like, okay, like it's not snappy and doesn't really respond. Okay, yeah. But I mean, I know a lot of people are clamoring for an N64 mini. I think a lot of people would buy that for the novelty of being like, I have yeah. a tiny 64. But what do you put on that? That's the real question. Like, what the hell would you put on that thing? So here's what you do: you do a GameCube mini. See, you that put, would work. You put Pikmin one, Pikmin two. I mean, Pikmin one, Pikmin two. You put Mario Fucking Sunshine. Smash Bros. You put uh, Eternal Darkness on it. Smash Brothers Melee. Um, I mean, you Geist probably like any number of games. You, you put. Yeah. So uh, I think. Uh, despite I think the fact that there's been a better port of it, you could put Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. On there. I yeah. So I think a GameCube mini could have a better library than. The SNES Mini. I, I honestly, if I was putting my money on anything, it's Game Boy Mini is next or Game Boy Advance Mini. Those are the only two real routes I think they would go. It's possible they would do a DS Mini as well, but I don't think we're at that point yet. But at least the other two. Because Game Boy Color has a, an amazing library that, like, there's a lot of games on there nobody ever played. Yeah, um, there's a shit pile of games. Right? You do Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, all in one. I mean, that would be... Or a, even Game Boy. That'd be ideal. Um, like, there's some good-ass just regular Game Boy games that yeah, you could that, put on. That's why I think they would do a Game Boy Color one that would just include Game Boy and Game Boy Color, because those are kind of synonymous. And then like, do, like, a Game Boy Advance and one then, separate. Yeah, that because Game Boy Advance, I think, warrants a separate one. Like, there's enough stuff yeah. there. 
you I mean holy crap talk about massive massive library on both those <laughs> I, and I think that's just the more logical way to go yeah and that I, I think that alone would sh- really shake up like what one what of these classic consoles would be the best. I think they also could get away with charging like a hundred dollars for something like that because you would it it would have you know like a little tiny screen that would maybe be you know just x amount of colors but you'd we have like way better battery life yeah um though you talked about that last time yep uh, but <laughs> but yeah we have like way better battery life better you would have a cool backlit screen and all that like and you look at how many uh like retro like retro things that can play Game Boy games that yeah are or Game Boy Advance games that are selling like crazy and they are basically that like oh pay a hundred dollars and you can play like this stuff on the go yeah I like and I like the idea of that something like that and also I just a lot of times I see arguments against the like the like a classic thing for like Game Boy or whatever because oh just get an emulator on your phone and you can just turn your phone into 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 you a could, Game Boy but you color could just as well do that with the other classic consoles yeah and it's just like a fuck you <laughs> b your phone don't got physical buttons so like i've tried that like i've been like yeah i like if there's tons of emulators out you can get on An- android i tried that out and i put roms on my phone guess what the experience fucking sucks because you don't got physical buttons so it's like the, the it's you're just pressing wrong buttons and you're trying to hold on to your screen and it just feels awkward because it doesn't like your phone isn't meant to be held like that, so it's not ergonomic in any way. So it's just like, yeah, you could set it up on a table and play with a controller, but I mean, what's the point? I like, just, just, I'd rather have a classic mini version of a Game Boy Color to I mean, have, like physically. A lot of my thing for this is my problem with emulation is you're given basically every game in existence. Yeah, and, and it's like trying to pick a game or trying to pick something to watch on Netflix. Yeah, it's an impossible choice because they give you too much, and that that's the kind of thing I like about the like classic consoles as they are. It's that curated. It, yeah, it's a very tight curated list that it's like I don't have to look at every game in existence and be like, wow, look at all these games. I can just be like my tight 10, you know, like I got, I got a tight amount of games. And plus, uh, this is kind of more of a thing with me, maybe more so than other people. Not to say I haven't played games on emulators and whatnot. I have, but because sometimes that's the only way you can play certain games. Like certain games just never got, never really came to the States. But that aside, I find when I pay money for something, I appreciate it more slash like I'm more willing to, in this case, like, like, would you truly, like, once again, I, I don't know the actual raw statistics, but it's like, would, a lot of people talk about playing on emulators. I really don't know how many people actually complete any games on emulators, and that's the thing. Like, I, I would be more willing to complete Earthbound on the SNES Classic versus, because A, I paid money for it, and B, it's in that short list, versus downloading every ROM in existence and then playing Earthbound through a like emulator. Yeah, usually what ends up happening is people will download an emulator or they download MAME, they install Hyperspin, they download every single game in existence, and then they just start scrolling through all those games and they never pick anything to play. Well, and then you boot into two or three. You go, oh, that's cool. You play for like 10, it's 15 It's like, oh, minutes, that ROM is then- corrupted. <laughs> Well, and then you just, it's like, like yeah. my thing with this is always like, it's a neat party trick. To, yeah. Even if you have it on your phone, like it, yeah. weirdly at one point, 
I, I was in a different state, but I was approached by somebody at a, a store because he must have overheard me talking about old games or something. And he was like, I got something cool to show you. And he pulls me aside and he like sh- shows me on his phone. He's like, I got an emulator on my phone. I got like all of these games. And he was like just scrolling through. <laughs> and I, I didn't know what to tell this guy. Like it's it was like, already like so weird. And it's like, I can do that too. Yeah. Like yeah. big fucking whoop. Whoop. You yeah. know, you, like anybody can do that. Yeah. Anybody on the planet can do that. Yeah, I think it's cool to have, like, a, like, dedicated, like, weird, like, ROM PC or, like, some sort of, like, tabletop cabinet where it's just like, look, I have a ton of old games on here just just it's, because. it's just, Like I said, it, it's like a cool yeah. party trick, though. It's not like. It's like a thing you just, it's like a decoration almost. Like, you set it up and have it like, customized, like, the way you want it. It's like a collectible thing that's like, I made this <laughs> yeah. in a weird way. I, but, I just like, feel a little bad because then those things never get played. So it's almost yeah. like. One, like in my case where I have done things like this it's like the journey is more part of like that's the hobbyist thing that's the joy yeah. I get out of it is making the cool thing yeah but then I'm I never use whatever it is yeah it just kind of sits there it's like oh yeah like I, I still really want to build like an actual like cabinet but it's just like like the process getting there would be awesome and having like a like building a cabinet and having like setting it up to where it's like Sweet, I can have like four players, and I have like the six buttons, so you can play Sega games on it. Have like this the rolling ball, so you can play fucking golf for some stupid reason. Yeah. I mean, I romanticize all that stuff, but it's just and then like all the, the it just of sits space there and rots though. <laughs> all the space that a four player cabinet takes up. Like my <laughs> my brother bought one of the like he didn't make it himself because I don't know he's inept, <laughs> uh, but. He he bought like a Raspberry Pi that was like you know tricked out to run a bunch of emulators. Yeah, and I and heard the Raspberry Pi isn't like the best way to even. It's do not that really, either. but it doesn't isn't doesn't run Mame as fast. Some I, I mean he doesn't care about that stuff. He he mostly just wanted like SNES stuff and whatnot. But yeah, I mean he he had like an emulator running all this stuff, and it's like for what like. Because once again, he booted into like five, six different games, played for 10 seconds, and then shut it off. Yeah, I think if you're you're going to buy a Raspberry Pi that's already, that someone already took the time to do all that, like, I don't know, it's, like you said, it's a journey there. Like, it's more fun to like, I bought this Raspberry Pi, I installed the OS on it, I did all this shit that I needed to do to get it running and get freaking connect the drivers installed so that I can connect to the internet and download shit or whatever like that that's the that's what it is um uh, but the hobbyist the hobby grade meme because otherwise stuff like this is just like and have like the idea of having every game on your phone from like nes snes or whatever era it may be uh genesis whatever it might be um it it's just like it's not the ideal way to play it it it's just it's a tech glutton thing it's just like you just yeah. want this stuff to have it what but you're not you, really going to use it. What if you customized it so that, like, and you did, like, a, some sort of weird project journey where after you made it, it has, like, this thing where it's, like, it, it picks a game either at random or some sort of algorithm. And you can't pick another game till you beat it? That or, like... It's just like it, it, it's a different game it picks every day. So like, <laughs> so like, let's say you know how like so let's for example Google Play Music. You pick a song that you want to listen to. You start a radio station based off of that song, and it kind of picks stuff like in that range. See that so, stuff wouldn't work for me. But like you, you pick a game, you play it, 
you have to play and you you, you play it and maybe you spend 15 minutes to play it and then the next day it is it's a different game but then you have to document it every day like is it like a blog thing uh, like that would i don't know it's just a a thing someone could do so i'm just kind of choosy and like i said I, I like having kind of that short list or like hey these are the like essentials and i think we're kind of at that point of like like that Genesis classic list is actually like that. That's a pretty good list of games. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good sampling of what the Genesis had to offer yeah. or the Mega Drive, whatever country you're from. And But <laughs> I, I prefer the Mega Drive. It just sounds, the name is cool. But <laughs> Very synth wavy. <laughs> but um, it, same with the SNES. It's like, that's like Sans having Chrono Trigger. I'm like, that's the list you want. That's like. Like, there are other games I could name that are, like, decent, but I'm like, you play those, you've pretty much played SNES era. Yeah. Um, Everything else is just kind of filler. So, I don't know. I, I I like that short list. I like how tight it is. I like just having a nice, tight, clean sampling. And even when we talk about N64, what gives you a good sampling of that? Rare Replay. Yep. Which, <laughs> exactly which I feel that. Rare Replay not only gives you a good sampling of N64 games, it gives you a good sampling of like games even pre that. Yeah. So it's it's got a lot of good stuff on there. But... which And it's also on Game Pass. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know how many like weird... Like Sega Ages has a bunch of... <laughs> has a bunch of those games on it. So uh, there's upteen ways to play like other old or retro games that is kind of a tighter pack. Uh, Capcom has like the beat 'em up bundle, so you know there's a good sampling of like whatever you might be into. But I don't know. It, it's like it, what what does it kind of like? I like revisiting old games, but not every day. Yeah, I'm not like an exclusive retro gamer by any means. Yeah, no, it's. I like to experience, I like new experiences, which I mean, but in that line, there are some retro games I never got to play. So, I mean, that would be a new experience for me if I got to well, play some old games. And some of them are worth revisiting. Yeah, some, some of them, them are not. They're like, it's yeah. like, this was only good. Like, this was only good because nostalgia. Um, yeah. I, so, I, like, anything on, like, the, the PlayStation Classic for me, not worth revisiting because I never visited them in the first place. And like, I have no nostalgia for anything on the playstation like i mean i have a lot of games that i'm like fuck they are not worth revisiting but like i sometimes have like uh silver surfer is a good example yeah games hard as shit it's not really a good game you die instantly to like everything yeah it but i'm like i played that game in my youth so i'm like it's kind of cemented in me uh ren and stimpy vidiots is another one like Ren and Stimpy and the Vidiots. It's like not really a good game, but I played it a lot in my childhood and Ren and Stimpy was like a big part of my childhood. So I like that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult, but I mean, that's that's all the we didn't get very many replies this time, but that's partially my fault because I posted the question a lot later than I normally do. Um, so didn't have as much time to get some replies on it than normal. So we're going to take another break and come back with all the news. Ham. 
Some may never know the sweet, succulent taste and smell of ham, but there is one thing that any with an open heart and mind may one day know the aromatic trip to Flavortown of. My audio-visual internet videos that don't have intrinsic smell or taste. Hi there, welcome to Denny's. I'm Aaron. I'll be your server today. Oh yeah, and get this, I run a YouTube channel called Lofty Smalls. Crazy, right? I'm an absolute unit at search engine optimization, so if you want to look me up, all it takes is a search of my channel name into any functional search engine, and I'm literally the only thing that comes up. Or you can find me at youtube.com slash c slash wafflecake if you prefer. That's one Lofty Smalls trademark at your service. I like to describe my content as video game essays with a hefty portion of shit posts mixed in. Like a dollop of daisy in your chili on a cold winter's morn. And I'm literally getting snowed in as we speak. Please send help. Or that mead that Girder makes with juniper berries mixed in. Again, that's Lofty Smalls trademark at youtube.com slash c slash wafflecake. Well, I think I'll be on my way now. I've got a batch of cookies in the oven that every person who subscribes to me in the next 10 milliseconds will have instantly appear in their bloodstream. Good luck, you fucking weirdos. Thank you, and ta-ta! Cheerio! Have a nice day now! Oh, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks for having me, LGA. Okay, and we are back with the news and I'm going to lead off with an article from the same person that posted an article on Kotaku about how terrible game fuel is, uh, made an addendum to his, uh, posted a new article in which he and a few others got together and they tried all the flavors and, and rated them and ranked them based off of which one was the best and which one is the worst. Um, I can't recall which one they actually, I don't know if they actually did place whether the red or the blue were on top, but I do know that they ranked the dew flavor on the bottom. And one of his friends actually were quoted saying, how did they fuck up Mountain Dew? <laughs> they did. They did. That That dew flavor of game feel is not great, but the red and the blue ones are awesome. The yellow one is okay. So... I just wanted to update on that. I'm I'm trying to get a hold of this guy. I actually kind of want to uh, I want to get him on the podcast and see if we can talk about talk with him about game fuel because <laughs> it's just because it'd be the dumbest thing. But we're gonna get to our top news for this week. So top news. We talked about one. And we talked about two. We talked about um, Spider Man. Yeah, we talked about Spider Man. So we. We talked about Spider-Man and we talked about Sony buying um God, why am I Insomniac. We talked about and we talked about Sony buying Insomniac. We have more top news. Kerbal Space Program 2. I'm fucking hyped as shit for this. Did you see that? You see that Kerbal Space I Program 2? Oh my god. They're they're adding like in this game. So I don't know what engine they're using. I'm I, I watched kind of like one of the videos of the it. The Kerbal engine. <laughs> well, the, the Kerbal Space Pro- Program used Unity. The Kerbals are going to space. Um, I think this is still using Unity because one of the guys in the video was wearing a shirt that said Unity on it. I would hope that they're not. I would hope that they're using something like Unreal. But who knows? Um, they do. They know. Um, but... They're adding like interstellar travel in this, so it's not just one solar system. You're gonna get to explore the soul, the the the, the universe. That's pretty awesome. I don't know how expansive it is for sure, 
but like they're adding like base building. It looks like they're adding multiplayer. Um, one thing to note though, this game is not being made by Squad. It's not being made by the original makers of Kerbal Space Program. Um, in case anyone doesn't remember, 2K bought Kerbal Space Program. Um, so and it's one of the studios owned by 2K Games that are that's making it i can't recall which one but uh yeah so it's gonna hit uh playstation 4 xbox one and pc in 2020 so i'm like super hyped like i was i was seeing this like all over my feed people are really hyped up for this the cinematic trailer they produced was pretty good just showing all the antics of like just epic space travel and then then the spaceship's blowing up because that's just what happens in Scribble Space Program. Um, I think what was what, what was the community call it? Um, Rud maybe rapid unplanned disassembly. Um, uh, Square Enix was hit with more death threats and they canceled game tournaments. So there were supposed to be more events this weekend or starting this weekend. There's supposed to be more events for Mecha Arcade. Uh, Mecha Arcade game Starwing Paradox at four cities across Japan, and they canceled all of them due to death threats. Japan be crazy right now. What's going on over there? I mean, I think it's smart uh, based on what happened in recent events. Yeah, to cancel all this, be uh, safe, really. Yeah, better better safe than sorry for real. Especially reals. right now, because it's like the whole world is going fucking crazy right now. I don't know what's. Like, is there like a permanent full moon? I don't. <laughs> um, is, Mars, yeah. is Mars in retrograde or yeah, is Mercury retrograde? Whatever the bad one I think is. It's, I think it's Mars. I don't know. The Something that's fucking super grade. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, the, their precautionary tale or precautionary as a precautionary measure, they're uh, canceling the tournaments that were in Tokyo, Yokohama, Nagoya, and Fukuoka. And so that these are like the latest in the string of incidents this month. A man was arrested after allegedly threatening Square Enix with a repeat of the terrible Kyoto animation arson. Um, and another man was arrested earlier this year for threatening to kill Square Enix staff over a game. So people be crazy out there. Um, so this was so Nintendo Switch is getting a ton of new indie games. Honestly, if they put a list a list here so nicely for me let's see so things that are out right now that are just now coming out super hot and both hotline miami games are out on the switch which are awesome games both of those are awesome games i like the tweets about uh hotline miami because that years ago devolver had a tweet that was like miyamoto doesn't like the music in hotline miami and that's why it's not on switch <laughs> and now the new tweet was like he finally came around to like <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah it was just he finally came around those were pretty good tweets from devolver on that yeah he's he's coming around to that synthwave scene <laughs> which i mean really uh hotline miami the music in hotline miami is miami hotline the music in hotline miami is are like Darth dark synth and um like outrun type music obviously there's there's different types of synth wave out there obviously was this stuff was announced oh, anything coming to switch that was kind of this indie game was not at gamescom it was at uh it's like they, they did a, adjacent they like did just, an indie world like showcase thing that was yeah. like a weird i don't know if this is like 
maybe replacing a Nintendo Direct or is like an, a weird indie Direct yeah. they did. This I don't know, it was weird. I watched part of it, but the I didn't like the format or the announcements. It were real cringy <laughs> how, they had how like, they did it. Yeah, just weird banter between people that were like, just whoops, like, sorry, this is our next announcement. Oh, like, my God. I they'll hate, get you steamed up. I hate stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it, it's a little, there's a lot of weird, like this week, I mean, Gamescom, there was an inside Xbox, and then this, like just a whole bunch of like things that are just adjacent to Gamescom just happening all at the same time. Yeah, they're... Um, but probably the biggest news out of that, aside from Hotline Miami 1 and 2 coming to Switch, was uh, that uh, Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition yeah. is coming to Switch in September. Yeah, so I, let's see. It looks like they have a list here, so I'll, I'll go through this list. Torchlight 2, they didn't just like, they're like the Diablo-like game from 2012. <laughs> Torchlight 2. <laughs> yeah. uh, Creature in the Well, and then out this fall, Freedom Finger. Which strangely has, like, a star-studded cast. Yeah. Like, does it say who's all in it? No, it doesn't. It just gives a f- brief preview. It's got, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Nathan Drake's voice actor. Oh, shit. It's, it's got a lot of, like, big-name voice actors in it. Like, I was like, huh. I can't remember who's, who voices Nathan Drake. I was like, I don't, this seems like it would have cost a ridiculous amount of money to make this indie game. Yeah, an indie game with... It's got like a lot of voice talent. A list voice talent, yeah. Um, Blasphemous, yeah. That game, I I back that on Kickstart, um, but that's not that's coming uh, out pretty soon, September tenth. Yeah, pretty hype for it. It's a Souls like game, kind of oh, nice. roguish. Uh, and then we mentioned Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. That's on September twenty seventh. Um, the Tourist. That's a puzzle adventure game. That looks like Star Tropics. That's going to be in November. Scaleboy. Some of these looked cool, but like Scaleboy was one where I'm like, it looks like a cool burner game, maybe. Like if you don't got anything else to play, but yeah, like not anything like super duper exciting. Uh, Munchkin Quacked Quest. I mean, Munchkin has. I like the the Munchkin humor, so this could be good. It's, uh, survive a dungeon by undermining your friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Northgard. See, this Northgard is one that uh, Jamie talked about on his podcast, Death by Cuckoos. And I've been wanting to check that out. It sounds really interesting because it's like an RTS. Yeah, 4X game. Yeah, and it's it's um like the weather really plays a role, a role in that game, like seasons. Winter is coming. Yeah, winter's coming, and then it comes and you're fucked. <laughs> um, Trine 4, fantasy puzzle game. Uh, One Finger Death Punch 2, Sparklight. See, the, shouldn't it be 1-2 Death Punch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sequel titles. Cat Quest 2, uh, sometime this winter, Earth Night, Close to the Sun, Roki? Yeah, that, that, that? that one looked cool. That one's one I'm keeping my eye on. An atmosphere game that takes place in the snow among both friendly and menacing creature. Which is fitting since it's set to release sometime over winter. Yeah, it's like it, it had a cool visual style to it that I was keeping my eye on that one. Uh, Europa, 3D puzzle platformer for a person with a blob forehead. Uh, Hypercharge Unboxed. Uh, what the Golf? Dungeon Defenders Awakened. Yeah, which is like uh, the first Dungeon Defenders, but with a bunch more stuff in it. Yeah, that's uh, February. Best Friend Forever. Pet all the dogs, so 
can you pet the dog? Yes. <laughs> and then sometime in 2020, Eastward, Skater XL, uh, Spirit Fair. It's a boat-making exploration game. That seems interesting. Uh, Fogs, uh, colorful and adorable, and you play as a double-ended dog. It's also slated to arrive in the first half of 2020. So it's like cat dog, but it's just dog dog. <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> but yeah those are all uh that's a that's the list of all the all those games which yeah i, I don't know which probably isn't even all of them to be honest i mean it seems like there's getting like 50 indie games a week yeah but i don't know none of these like very few of these super caught my eye like i said i kind of interested in that uh finger game because it's like got a lot of voice talent but it looks like a shmup yeah so i don't i don't really know there's yeah how do you incorporate voice talent into the well and like strangely and i noticed this during uh e3 as well there seems to be a lot of indie games that are like hand based where you play as a hand like there's at least three or four of them coming yeah that i'm like huh wonder why that's very thematic all right well let's move on to some other news um so i'm sure people have heard by now because it's basically viral but we're getting a sequel to matrix trilogy matrix 4 matrix 4 which you sound very depressed about i don't like to me it's just like why did nobody 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 asked for this i don't know i mean but people want it i guess apparently I guess people are want involved. It. only one of them oh, only one of them only one of them i think lana yeah it's the everything i've read only points out that one of the wachowskis are involved oh, well i don't know I, so it's going to be half the movie i liked the animatrix i liked the matrix i like matrix one and two it wasn't you, too did, hot on three did you know that um the Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions both came out in the same year. Oh, they did? They both came out in 2003. One must have been real early and one must have been late. That's really fucking weird. Oh. I didn't realize. I was looking it up because I was looking up the, because I forgot the actual I names. did know they were in production at the same time, but I didn't realize they came out in the same year. Yeah, that's, that seems nuts to me. That kind of like, explains, I guess, why a lot of people never saw the third one or didn't bother. Yeah, because they're like, same year. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I three is the weakest one in the set for sure. Like one, I mean, and, one, one is, is amazing. One is like legendary. Two, two is okay, but like uh, three. It's strange because you'd think they would go like Lord of the Rings route, which is kind of <laughs> where yeah. it's like one's pretty good. Two is okay. It's more set up for the third one, and then three is like that's where it's at. See, I but, actually like two a lot better than Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah, I enjoy two of the most. You don't got that big battle. I, I, I mean, so you, cool. I mean, unpopular opinion, but I actually preferred the Battle of Helm's Deep to Minas Tirith. Huh, I, I was underwhelmed by all the ghosts coming in and wiping everybody out. Suit yourself. It felt, it felt anticlimactic to me. Two Towers is just kind of uh, it's a lot of switching back and forth, and it's kind of long. I mean, they're all long. But a, it's, it, a, it's a lot of plot. Yeah, it's a really it, plotty. It, which is like, like I said, it's a, it's a lot of setup for the third movie, which is really the climax of all that. But hey, that's see. Just, I mean, you got in in your in your Two Towers, you got your dwarf tossing, <laughs> you got Gandalf coming back as Gandalf the White. 
Hey, I'm not doubting. Like, two has a lot of good moments. Like, they're all good. But I mean, to be fair, um, I just think, in 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 um, I just think <clears throat> one and three are the the better. Uh, um, Return of the King. You got you got uh, gone or uh, uh, where, where is uh, the beacons? Are, the beacons are lit, and they, they call for aid, and Gondor shall shall answer. <laughs> it's like the best moment ever. So I mean, they do have that. Um, but in, I believe it is in two towers where, um, they have, (laughs) you have no power here. (laughs) (laughs) Just dumb shit. I don't know. Two might be more memeable. Two's more memeable. (laughs) But, um, I'm just talking raw movie here. I think three. I I see. I think for me, what does it is I, I like the battle of Helm's Deep. It felt a lot more dire to me. It felt like they're really fucked. You just get so much payout, though. Like, like I said, I I do think if you're ever doing a rewatch, like you can't just go into three. You have to watch two towers before you watch three. Yeah, it's like they're basically just you got to watch one them. movie. It's kind of like pirates. Usually, what we do because I know a lot of people don't like pirates too. One of our traditions, like around Christmas or sometimes like on Christmas days, we we, we try to watch all three Lord of the Rings on Christmas Day. So you got to do pirates one, two, and three. Pretend four doesn't exist. Five's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for the sequel of that. I mean, Let's close out that new trilogy. That the latest know, one like, was pretty good. I just the, any ugh. any amount of Barbosa you get is good. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I could I could always use more Barbosa. Just I yeah. want a whole. I would go to a whole Barbosa movie. Yeah. Um. So I'm a little disappointed with how this last one ended, but I mean, with how this series is, we may not be seeing the last of Barbosa. I mean, it's also just uh, a, this Star Wars. I think the Hobbit trilogy, like all this stuff, it's like not as good as the original stuff. Yeah. No. It's one of those cases where the original just struck gold, and now they're just. Just going back to the well. Yeah. They're just going back to the well for more. And this time it's not as deep. Because they already <laughs> it's not as helms deep. Um, because they've already scooped out a dump truck load out of that well. So now it maybe has half a dump truck left. Yeah, it, I mean, and I don't think the Hobbit movies were terrible by any means, but I'm like they're the, the Hobbit they trilogy do. is not nearly as good as like Lord of the Rings yeah. one, two, and three. And they relied way too much on the CGI. Like the main bad guy orc being all CG was fucking bullshit. And just like like, like comparing him to the Urukai is oh. like. And you even have uh, that's like play school. My first orc. You got Harry Potter with uh, Fantastic Beast. Yeah, and it's, and it's like it's just it's all different. these series yeah. going back to the well of like. Yeah. Remember this thing you loved? Well, get ready for us to like milk it for everything it's worth and not make it nearly <laughs> as good as it was. Yeah. Um so long story short, just keep watching all the Fast and Furious movies because they managed to keep it fresh. <laughs> they're I mean, they're dumb, but I like them. They're so fucking dumb, but It's like my guilty pleasure is They do it right. They they do it. They do the dumb in the best way. Well, I mean, the last Fast and the Furious movies, not not Hobbs and Shaw, but the last one that was actual Fast and the Furious. Yeah, they like stop a nuclear sub. Yeah, 
It's like, the, like the plot. It, it's like there is no way. It's gone so far beyond what. Like the original Fast and Furious was just like some people stealing money from rich people, so that they could make fat, so that they can use it on fast cars. I mean, I can only think the next movie has to be like Cars in Space. Like, <laughs> it it has to be. It yeah. has to be. Uh, yeah. We're going to the moon to stop a nuclear warhead launch. Yeah, I forgot. Gonna, you said you haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw yet, right? Not yet. Oh, good. See, yeah, you just. When you see that movie, and when you see the end of that movie, like you're, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, they had been going the way that it, is, where they're just superheroes, like yeah. for a while now. But man, it's always like, how are they going to top how ridiculously they they were last time? Like, I gotta well, see this. It's just, stu- it's just stupid. Wait. <laughs> it's action for action's sake, and I'm yeah. fine with that. And next, the next one is going to be even crazier. I'm sure. See, they're never going back to the well because they never left. The wells, yeah, they, they, they've they just, this is the same well. They're just going to bottom it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, They're taking it all in one go with eight, 18 movies. It's not like Star Wars where they made the well, then they left the well and went back to it in a weird way. And then they and kicked then, it and kind yeah. of threw some bricks into it. And then they went back again. <laughs> And they went the back again. And, and then they're going back a fourth time after this trilogy. Oh, my God. Because they're making another trilogy. Do you know if Ryan Johnson's oh. still on that trilogy? Ray William Johnson? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I have no idea because this is like... Ray, Ray William Johnson could be a stunt double for Poe. <laughs> With his witty banter in the cockpit, is <laughs> where he reviews YouTube videos. Yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's let's move on. Um, hey, Gears Pop is available for free right now. No, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm waiting for Gears Tactics. Fire Emblem Hacker makes the game keeper playable, and his charm stat is huge. His penis is big. <laughs> Oh, this one is a quick te- quick tech segment. The Galaxy Note 10 Plus is damn near perfect, according to Gizmodo. I don't know how much I trust them. Well, you can trust me, and I got the Note 10 Plus, and it's damn near perfect. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the only thing I don't like is no headphone jack. Sure. It's bullshit. Sure. So you keep saying that. It's bullshit. Bullshit. I don't got Bluetooth in my truck. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. you know what? Removing it will do. They're gonna make things that need to connect through Bluetooth. Um, You're in the way of progress. This, this, this is this is regress. You're on the wrong side of history, pal. Which side do you want to be on? The side where I where win. You have an auxiliary plug. The side where I have options. You're never gonna have options. What if I want to play my note on my old? Vintage record player. What are you? What are you doing? My my sonogram. My no. Your gramophone. <laughs> my grandma. Yeah, my phone. My gramophone. Not a sonogram. Yeah, that's a difference. <laughs> gramophone. Uh, the the holophoner from Futurama. <laughs> no, I just I don't like the removal of the headphone jack because the like there's. A lot of devices that use them. I'm yeah, sure. Like people will be making more wireless, but like I want something else to be made, not like for for music and audio. I don't like Bluetooth for audio. 
Yeah, I mean, I get all that. It's lesser quality than a headphone jack. But uh, I'm just like, I, that's, so like, that's if, why I'm like, we need to move forward. We've been just... Well, if they move forward in the right direction, instead of just moving forward, plowing more into Bluetooth, then I'd be fine. But like, Bluetooth is terrible bitrate compared to like using an, a What about a USB-C plug? Could that's, you that's USB-C like, that's whole, audio? Is that better? Well, but that's a whole different situation because the USB now... So the difference with like a headphone jack is that um, you had to have a DAC, a digital audio converter, to push the audio through into the analog headphone jack. With USB-C, they essentially took the DAC out of all the phones. There's no, there's no more DACs in these phones that don't have headphone jacks. And you're relying on the maker, the manufacturer of the USB converter or USB headphones to create the DAC within the USB plug end of it. So instead of having like a quality DAC made by, let's say, Samsung, you're getting a DAC made by Anchor. See where I'm going with this? I see. (laughs) So you're getting lesser Chinese cheap DACs being made for these USB-C headphones rather than something that that would be quality tested and ensured to work really well in these phones like um, phone manufacturers like HTC they put a lot of work into their DAC like they have like the HTC phones always have phenomenal audio quality it's just their other features leave things to be desired like build quality but they always have great sound um but yeah, so now you're you're moving all of that into the hands of the manufacturer of the headphones or um, a converter where you would have like a USB-C to a headphone jack converter. And so now you're not only increasing the potential to get a crappy product, but you're also vastly increasing the price because now your headphones can't just be headphones. They also have to be headphones plus a DAC. So. Okay, you have a good point. You have a very solid point. <laughs> but- I know my shit with audio. <laughs> <laughs> but then make something new. Make yeah, auxiliary two. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like auxiliary two is the. Future. I would be fine if they went forward with like, hey, this is wireless, like specifically made for audio, music, whatever, and it's high quality, high fidelity. Fuck if they they could. See, here's the thing that drives me crazy. Like all these phones, like. I don't, I don't know what wire like wireless and wireless AC like they have all these freaking super wireless bands in there. Why can't we co-opt wireless B or wireless G and use that for audio instead? So like we have headphones with wireless G built in because you're talking it's, so far above me. I have no idea. <laughs> like you, you get like the, the throughput, the data output between wireless B or wireless G is so far beyond what Bluetooth is capable of that you could, you could, essentially convert that into an audio only wireless spectrum because we don't live in the future justin that's why but we live in present time that's the direction they should have gone with wireless audio but they didn't and it's like this bluetooth stuff is fucking garbage sometimes and it's wonky it doesn't like to connect i mean i and i use bluetooth every single day it's it's it works when it works and it doesn't when it doesn't i don't know i i I mean, I the only issue for me personally with all the Bluetooth audio is the fact that I just don't have a car that has Bluetooth in it. Like, I have Bluetooth headphones. I got a new pair of Bluetooth headphones with the phone for pre-ordering it. So it's like, it's that's besides the point for me. It's just like, for me, like, I just, I like to have options. 
and also the fact that they didn't include like a USB to 3.5 millimeter like adapter with the phone is also frustrating too. So like that's the thing that I think should be included. Like, hey, we took out the thing that everybody has and we're not going to give you any way to like use it. You got to buy something on your own. Sorry. It's like a big fuck you. But we've gone we've gone we've gone on for so long. I didn't even I hardly got to any of the other news. See if I can. It's like fucking midnight already. Hey, someone made Rocket League inside No Man's Sky's creative mode. That's cool. I guess. Um, Mortal Kombat 11 reveals new fighters, including the Joker and Terminator. Uh, Terminator, Sindel, Joker, Spawn, included with Shang Tsung and Nightwolf, nice. the characters that are already out. But uh, yeah, the Joker looks like a. Uh, I've seen posted that he looks like the porn knockoff Joker. <laughs> The triple X parody Joker. Nice. So a game developer put out a game called Dark and got an email from Epic asking if he'd like to be exclusive on Epic. And he said no and said, my world means something. This kind of became part of a publicity stunt. And oh, I'm sure. Like is part of, like all of it's kind of generating hype just to generate hype and talk around yeah. the game. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, because uh, I mean, right now it's like a big, like we're reaching like this tipping point where people are getting more and more upset over um, the Epic exclusivity and I guess there's been some like data leaks too with that. It's yeah, not fun. Much. I mean, more so, power to this person. He's leveraging it in yeah. a way that's going to benefit him in the oh, long yeah. run. I mean, he's it's kind of reached a point where like he, he, he made this statement. So now people are like, yeah, he's a cool guy. Let's go buy his game now. Cause he's not going to be on the Epic store. I mean, his game looks all right. He, I have not seen anything on it to be I honest. I think he made another game that did also. All right. Oh, here's a bad news for uh, We got it. Oh, wait, wait. It's this weekend layoffs. GameStop lays off over a hundred people, including nearly half of game informer staff. Yeah, which apparently the Game Informer staff was kind of let go without, like, any warning. Yeah, it sucks. It's a shitty, like, GameStop, you, they're really on the dire straits right now. It's They're I mean, shifting they're just, everything around. Yeah. Um, yeah, doing major... Yeah, because I know they're doing those company. funky, like, weird things where they're doing, like... like retro, retro game stores and yeah. one that are kind of like a game center that... Like, eSports like, store, I think, was one of them. Yeah, like, one is kind of like, oh, it's like a hangout. Yeah. Like, how, like, card shops, you would come in and you can play, like, card games. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you could come in and play. They're just, they're just like, throwing shit, shit at the wall and see if something sticks at this point to see if they can save the company somehow. They kind of, it's too late. Yeah, I, I think the, an, the name has been era. drugged through the, the mud so it, much. It really sucks that it's kind of an end of an era, but it's like they they are so far past the point of, like, point of no return that yeah. I don't think... Like, they should have never bought ThinkGeek. That was a huge mistake. Yeah. And just... I think the they guy didn't that shift their resources correctly. The guy, the the person I knew that was a manager at one is like not a manager there anymore. Like I, he left there a while ago. It's scary. It's a sinking ship, and it sucks because like he was, he was talking it up. He's like, he's like, this is great. My career is going great. Like things are awesome. Like they're like he's he was talking about like trips that they're they're sending him on for like management and stuff. And now it's just like that just ended really quickly. So, yeah, it's gone to hell in a handbasket. I don't think he listens anymore because, like, he never even like sent me <laughs> the last the last time we like talked about GameStop, and I mentioned, I mentioned like, oh yeah, we know a guy that's a manager at one, but I don't know like 
maybe he'll comment or maybe he'll message me if he hears this and he like never messaged me so i think he just stopped listening yeah, i mean that's fine i don't care who listens to us i do i want but, everybody to listen but, to us but in any case it's just they are past the point of they they spread themselves too thin trying to do too many different things that they didn't focus on one singular thing yeah and like it's also a little like they should have became a boutique store and done gone the limited run route or yep. like gone the way of like some of these other places that are producing like nice vinyls yeah, and nice collectors editions and figures and whatnot and really just like once again gone really boutique and like made like actual nice stuff hell they could have turned into vape shops yeah <laughs> I mean, they, they went like the similar op- demographic. They went the opposite direction of making nice prop, like nice things, and made like absolute lowest rung, yeah. like and gar- still garbage. like cost a lot of money. And yeah, Funko Pops. It's Funko Pops. If there's one product I wish I could wipe off the face of the earth is Funko Pops. Well, then you wouldn't have that nice new Gears game, would you? I mean, I'm just kidding. I think uh, I would be fine with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, Hot Topic, Funko Pops, Spencer's Gift, Funko Pops, Hastings before it got defunct, Funko Pops. So it's the, the death of you. As soon yeah. as you let that in your store, you're dead. Yeah, don't, I mean. Say no to Funko. Look at how many Funko Pops they had at Hastings before. Hashtag say no to Funko. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't sell Funko Pops. It's the end. It's the beginning of the end. Like even Toys, the, the, the Toys R Us. A bunch of Funko Pops there. They're coming back because they got rid of all the Funko Pops. <laughs> That's all they needed to do. So all the Funko Pops. It's a curse. Um. So remember Ion Fury? Yeah. Well, here's a womp womp moment of the week. So they uh, they had sexist, sexist and transphobic comments in, um, that, 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 as jokes in the game. Well, now and I feel they, bad for plugging them. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's like how we recommended this game because of like the shitty situation they've been put in and then this happens, but they did apologize and they are patching them out. So, I mean, at least they're doing something, but still womp womp. Do they have a stripper you could pay money to and you say, shake it, baby, and hand them money just like in Duke Nukem? See, they, they promised to patch out several homophobic jokes that were included in the game itself. I mean, that cool. That's a nice band aid. <laughs> the fact that it's several. <laughs> it's like, that's a nice band aid, but clearly you like approved having these in there in the first place. Yeah. Which sends so, a bad message about your company culture. Yeah. So, uh, uh like 3D realms. <laughs> it doesn't wear its influences on its sleeve so much as it treats them like a full body tattoo. It's unmistakably a shooter in the vein of chunky 90s cheese fests like Duke Nukem 3D and Shadow Warrior. It uses the same engine and even has the same publisher, 3D Realms. It also draws on similar, similar humorous sensibilities, some of which have put it, my, put it, to put it mildly, not aged well. So yeah. Well. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and then there's. Well, so, maybe I'll end up playing it for real and I can give it a real plug, or maybe not. Late last week, a user on gaming forum Reset Era posted Discord screenshots with messages from members of Ion Fury's development studio Void Point. These included remarks from a lead developer who goes by the handle Terminx about how SJWs are fucking nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as... So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see about what happens to that. Let's see. Now, is this list list easy enough to actually read, or is it 
gobbled up with garbage to... Okay, so here we go. Everything announced at Gamescom's opening night. Erica, an interactive thriller. Call of Duty Modern Warfare will have an open alpha. Uh, We already mentioned Kerbal Space Program 2. Humankind, an endless space... uh, Or by Sega and endless space developer Amplitude Studios. Little Nightmares 2, the classic helicopter warfare series Comanche. Comanche? I think it's Comanche. So I've always heard it. Oh, yeah, this is another one I want to mention. Need for Speed Hot Heat. It was already announced, but it looks looks like this. <laughs> this looks like a Need for Speed game that I have to have just because of like the whole like 80s looking neon colors. If this thing doesn't have a synthwave or like outrun soundtrack, like I'm I'm never buying an EA game ever again. <laughs> Cause like the looks of it look awesome. Let's see. Oh, The Witcher 3 got a Nintendo Switch release date of October 15th. Magic Gathering on Re- or, uh, Arena. Iron Har- Iron Harvest, September 1st. I have that game backed. Oh, do yeah. Yeah, on Kickstarter. Uh yeah. It's it's an RTS game that's based it's based off the art that was used for the board game Scythe. So okay. it's Scythe adjacent. Nice. Oh, um, and then Hideo Kojima closed the show and showed off some characters that are going to be in Death Stranding, which includes Jeff Keeley. Yeah. His and, best friend. <laughs> and uh some mention of uh, There's a urinate mechanic in Yeah, <laughs> and it sounds like it's kind of important in a weird, like, I hesitate to say time travel, but it sounds like there's time travel. <laughs> kind of, or this weird shifting between realms, and it becomes important in that, the peeing mechanic. But he said you can't see the dick. <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't expect you to. Yeah, uh, apparently if, like, a just, bunch of people are peeing weird... in the same area, the mushroom that grows, the pea mushroom that grows is bigger. Which he just made, like, this is like classic Kojima just <laughs> saying weird shit that you're like, what? What are you, like, what is Death Stranding? What is that game? Studio Kojima, the game. It, it is. I, I'm excited, but also, like, <laughs> a little, like, what is this? Uh, players and makers of Apex Legends resort to name-calling over microtransactions. <laughs> What is this world we live in? <laughs> Remember when like like studios didn't have a personality? <laughs> it was just they're like, yeah, they work for a game studio, but now it's just like now people that work at these game studios are just like on Twitter and stuff, and now people just get pissing matches. <laughs> it's hilarious. So what are they what exactly I'm confused by this. So um so people are obviously they're upset about the microtransactions in Apex because they're expensive. Um, so now because like players have been kind of rude to developers and everything. So one of the developers call, uh, mentioned that, uh, players that are rude to developers are asshats calls another player a dick. Um, so prior to that incident, the apex Legends subreddit, because of course it was Reddit. Um, the sub it's kind of, uh, I guess the subreddit has been a pretty friendly place between fans and the um, developers for Apex uh, Respawn. And there was even a flare that would uh, tag responses from developers on the game as they would also participate in the threads. Um, But the subreddit, the the mood of the subreddit took a turn over microtransactions. 
uh, because there was a rare skin that cost $170 worth of premium currency to unlock. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, that's like, we, we've gone beyond microtransactions. That's I a think, macro transaction. Yeah, I was. I think I said it like last week or the week before, but we're like, we're in macro transaction territory for these games. Um, so there, people were quick to shift the blame to EA, who bought Respawn in 2017. He's a habitual target of ire for video game enthusiasts. We've recently over repeated controversies with microtransactions and is seen as meddlesome within the studios it acquires. It acquires. Um, so on Friday, Respawn changed the event so that the exclusive skins would also be available in the game's normal store this week for the standard price of legendary skins, which is $18. This doesn't include the $170 skin, but it will be attained via loot boxes rather than outright purchase after the event is over. Following these changes, a Respawn developer wrote a post on a subreddit, and things got more heated. Um, so... He made a uh, Drew McCoy project leader respawn made a comment that um, developers will not engage with temper temper tantrums. You see, it was trying to explain why the de- developers were making a change in the face of player anger while signaling that the expressions of anger from players wouldn't always trigger a change. He added that he has been in the industry long enough to remember when players weren't complete asshats developers, and it was pretty neat. <laughs> And then so a commenter says, well, I guess you can also remember when developers weren't money grubbing or grabbing fucks that scam their players too. And he replied, hey, everyone found the dick I was talking about. So, yeah, they just kind of going back and forth over this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds shitty on both ends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But seriously, uh... $175 for a fucking skin is ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck that. Seriously. Why did they think that was okay ever at any point? What? What? Yeah. In what? What? What are we in right now? What? What is going on? We are in the game, darkest timeline. Game chaos times. You know, we, we just need to send these people to gamer jail. <laughs> gamer jail. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, so we have a list of games that are coming to Google Stadia, and it's not so great. I'm just going to tell you, it's underwhelming. Orcs Must Die 3. <laughs> well, the cy- uh, Cyberpunk's going to be there, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like... Yeah. it's There's nothing super-duper exciting or new or yeah. like something you don't know about. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, here's all the games. All right. It's the same as you can get anywhere else. But, yeah, did you see the stream of this, though? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Finally, you see Stadia in its glory and how choppy it actually is. Yeah, is it bad? For some of the games they showed off, oh yeah, stammers all the time. Oh boy, stutters. I can't all imagine over the place. it's going to be even better up here. Oh, it's going to be way better up here. You're oh, going to yeah. get a 480. <laughs> uh, hey, so we have stuff that Microsoft showed off at inside Xbox. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 is coming to Game Pass, which you already mentioned. Um, Blair Witch will get added to Game Pass on both console and PC when it releases. Humans Fall Flat will be getting a free new level on both PC and Xbox One on August 27th. See, I actually didn't know Blair Witch was coming to Game Pass, so that's good news for me because I yeah. didn't really... Now I wanted to check it out, but I didn't want to buy it. Buy it so. <laughs> so there you go. Um, also, that Humans Fall Flat thing, will it's, it's also available on Game Pass. 
Uh, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition will release on November 14th on both Steam and the Microsoft Store. And I hear a lot of good things about this Definitive Edition because it sounds like people are saying, like, don't confuse this with like a remake or like a remaster. Like, this is like a full on, like, they rebuilt the game from the ground up. Well, there already was the remaster, but this has like. Yeah, so this is like. Like, this isn't that. Like, people are confusing this for that, but this isn't that. This is, like, built from the ground up, like, brand new, well, in the same game, but, like, just improved in, like, every way. Yeah, they, I think I had mentioned on the cast before that they ran the AI until it could beat 10 of the yeah. old AI. Yeah. Until a single AI could beat 10 of the old AI. Yeah, so I mean, like, the description here adds better AI. I think that's an understatement for what they, <laughs> for what they did to the AI. Yeah, so got 4K and, graphics. Well, and it's got all those campaigns from the yeah, four new factions. A lot. There, so there's a lot of campaigns for uh, anyone that already owns the AD, HD edition on Steam will get the new version at a discount. Right, so cool stuff. Yeah, hundreds uh, and hundreds of hours of gameplay. Yeah, re- realistically, it's such a good game. Like if if you haven't played Age of Empires two, like you owe it to yourself to get this. Love Age of Empires. I also love Age of Mythology. Yeah, it's a good one too. I I didn't play too much of that though. I really got sucked in the Age of Empires too. Yeah, I mean that. And I didn't even play the campaigns. I just played skirmishes. I did a lot of skirmishes. I also did. I did do a lot of the campaigns, even though they're like historic, like mock battles. Like yeah, like here's this historic Joan battle, of Arc. Like do it. Yeah, and it's like you have weird clear condition conditions for these things. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't mind a campaign in an RTS, but it can be a little dry where Skirmish is just like, build whatever you want, kill whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, Gears Pop, we already mentioned that. Um, yeah, why do you keep mentioning it? Because <laughs> they're, they're poison. Uh, Idris Elba will be in NBA 2K20's career mode. You let Gears Pop onto the cast. Now we're going to die. <laughs> I hope not. They're going to consume everything. Um, yeah, and uh, Idris Elba looks just like he looks in Sean and or Sean Hobbs, Han, Black Hobbs Superman, and Hobbs and Shaw, Black Superman. He looks like Black Superman. <laughs> uh, Ghost War, the multiplayer mode for Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, will feature eight players facing off in two teams of four fighting in maps that appear to have storms closing in around them, similar to a battle royale game. It's all it'll also have dedicated servers. Hey, that's pretty cool. Uh, PUBG will be getting crossplay between PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in October. PUBG? Yeah. Yeah, which it's not to be confused. Like, PC will not be part of that. Yeah, it's just console only, which makes sense because, like, you, uh, the console games have some funky controls because, like, this game is originally really meant for, like, deep PC keyboard playing. So, like, I don't think console would have a chance against PC players in this case. This is the case with a lot of shooters, but... Yeah. Uh, two new Xbox One controller designs. One's called the Night Ox that's camouflaged. One's called Sport Blue that has a subtle geometric pattern on the fins. I, I like all camouflage controllers. I don't think that one looks good. I don't like camouflage. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's for there epic are gamers. people who like camouflage everything. They have camo everything. <laughs> you know this, Justin. Empire of Sin has a release window of spring 2020. That game looks really good. Yeah. The more I hear about that game, the more excited I am for it. Yeah. 
Uh, Microsoft is holding a fan event called XO19 on the weekend of November 14th in London, featuring the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, and other members of the Xbox team. Now, I love how vague that is. Phil Spencer. Metro Exodus is the two kernels DLC is coming out August 20th, which is like two days ago (laughs) as of this recording. And then Microsoft closed out the stream by showing off Gears of War 5 Horde Mode, which will feature player ultimates this time around, like Destiny or Overwatch. The player will have custom special abilities like going invisible, x-ray vision, and calling in airstrikes that they'll be able to deploy throughout the match. See, I didn't watch any of this stuff on that because I'm like, that game's going to be in my hand soon. You're going to play that game. You're going to play shit yeah. out of that I'm game. I'm going to play that game, so I don't, I don't need what they're showing me. Hey, there's rumors that there's a there's the Popeyes has a killer chicken sandwich that's better than Chick Fil A's. And yeah, like, it's starting it's, a war. It's like and and it's like like out of stock everywhere. Like you can't buy it anywhere. That there's a, we don't even have it here. We don't. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't have it here but yet. What's the point? Yeah, because it's that in demand that they can't even get it up here yet. Wow. Yeah. That is some chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's some chicken sandwich. I look forward to it when we get it in a year. <laughs> it's like. I did. I summed up my entire life. (laughs) Like, wow, that's cool. Can't wait till it's here. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, five G internet or wireless. Like, I didn't even bother buying the five G version of the Note Ten Plus because it's it's like I'm not gonna get it. Like, I'll go through the whole life of this phone, and we still won't have five G up here. I bet. We'll have 5G in about five years, I estimate. Yeah, that's probably maybe accurate. five years. And it'll be like just in certain areas, which like I won't have it near my house at all, I'm sure. Yeah, I remember when like a lot of people were getting like 4G phones and we didn't even have 4G. Like, yeah, it was like, what's the point? Yeah, we got it so late. And like 5G is like ridiculous. Like, you got to have like a tower in like every block corner. <laughs> it's, 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 it's nearing the point where wireless needs to become wired because I, I don't know if you like every, with every with every iteration of wireless internet or um like wi- like wi-fi like every instance of it being improved and being faster it has a shorter range yeah to but, a point where you just it's like you it's eventually just going to converge and be like you know the best way to just get the fastest internet you just plug it in yeah <laughs> yes and no because they they also find ways to boost signal it's always like with one solution to one thing that causes a problem in another area, then we find something to fix that. Um, how we even ended up with like phones without antennas is because that guy who like was trying to just broadcast like a radio signal and then he folded the antenna in a weird shape and it was like happened to be a fractal uh, oh, yeah. shape that he bent it into. And then yeah. that's just become <laughs> like, oh, we didn't even realize if you fold the antenna this way, you not only boost the signal, but you also increase the amount of things you can receive through it yeah so yeah and then they just fold those fractals smaller and smaller and smaller so hopefully with 6g they'll figure out the range issue (laughs) because it might be too late for 5g i I don't think so because i think it's gonna be like yeah and some of the places that are getting early iterations of 5g it's gonna be tower every block but that's going to be just big cities that can actually do that stuff but for more i mean this is essentially 5g is like a mesh network yeah i was gonna i was gonna say that actually it's a really tight mesh network but yeah i i I don't know i don't think there's gonna be a 6g i don't i mean at least not in the near future of any (laughs) kind 5g is apparently mind-blowingly fast 
Yeah, but everyone always says that, like, for everything that's yeah. new. I mean, I think there be... Will there be another, like, internet boom that's different and better than a 5G? Sure. Will it be 6G? Who fucking knows? It'll be Elon Musk's satellite internet. <laughs> I mean, just probably covering the globe and... Covering the globe in a blanket of Wi-Fi. Yeah, well, it's like, how far are we off from that? Just, like, finally being like, I solved internet. Like, you have one tower that can blast a signal that's, like, 300 billion miles wide. I'm imagining... I'm imagining a suit of Wi-Fi over the... (laughs) 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 Avengers... Um, have you seen the fish cannon? Yeah. This, if if any of you haven't seen it, just Google. Just Google fish cannon. It's like the weirdest, coolest thing. I, just, just just look it up. It's it's absurd in like their best way. Um, No Man's Sky players are really excited about sitting in chairs. You can sit in chairs in No Man's Sky's newest update. Cool. Uh, Halo Infinite creative director leaves company. Womp womp. Oh yeah, did you see the thing about Borderlands sending uh, or Take Two sending investigators to the house of uh, mm-hmm. that Borderlands guy that was playing like the leaked versions of the game? Yeah, like, I, I wonder like why are people surprised about something like that? Well, like, I mean, there's was- a big backlash because that guy was like a big content creator for Borderlands stuff. But yeah, it just seems weird that like people like ups- like he was streaming a version of the game that he shouldn't have been streaming. I mean, that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of shitty. Like, I mean, obviously, the still studio just has a lot of shitty messaging. Yeah, but I, I know a lot of people are mad at Take-Two for this, which, I mean, it's like, I it's, don't know. They're fully in their rights, so. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, he was streaming a game that wasn't, he wasn't, like, the game isn't out yet, and he's streaming it. Like, that's it obviously. It like a, he got it through shady means. So. Yeah, so it's like, it's shitty messaging, but, like, it's kind of. A shitty thing for him to be streaming a game that's not out yet. I don't know. I, this is something that I'm not even willing to take sides on. It's just like it's that's a thing that happens. Yep, yeah, that happened. <laughs> hey, people are finding pink uh, grass in No Man's Sky. Remember, remember when we thought we were gonna get pink grass in No Man's Sky and it didn't really happen? Did they find those sandworms? I don't know. I don't know if they found those sandworms yet, but they maybe maybe that's next. Did they find them like portals that take you like? suck you to another dimension <laughs> i don't know who knows um uh, someone found a deleted scene from the super mario brothers movie and what is it they got a hold of an old uh this this uh smbmovie.com got a hold of a vhs tape that contained a deleted scene from the movie that nobody else had ever seen before so yeah it's pretty cool maybe probably post a link to this twitter for people to see because i don't really probably can't really describe it to you (laughs) um and then other random tech news android's iconic dessert names are going away starting with android 10 so no more like no more oreo Oreo. (laughs) no more ice cream sandwich it's all gone now. It's just now it's going to be like Android 10. I'm sad that they didn't go all the way through Z. Yeah, that's kind of what I was like. I was hoping they would go through Z and then just be and then be done. Yeah, but and then and then switch to can't like, have your numbers. cake and eat it too. Am I right? <laughs> but yeah, but they're Google. They do what they want. They'll probably discontinue. 
they'll probably discontinue that naming scheme after a couple years anyway. Ayo. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's going to call it for the podcast this week. We went super long, but that's okay. It's going to suck to edit, but that's all right. Um, be sure to follow us on all our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I'm starting to put those videos on youtube keep an eye on twitter for those questions of the day and also the video clips of their or the audio visual audio clips i put up um to entice people to listen to the podcast i mean obviously if you're listening to this you have already heard those anyway so i don't know why i'm telling you to listen to those um also check out the gaming po- or gaming podcast alliance.com you can find some other cool guys to listen to that talk about video games in different ways than we do um we should have another gaming podcast alliance episode coming out pretty soon so keep an eye out for that as well and we'll see you next week and it's going to be a different style of episode because we got a lot of stuff going on plus labor day so we're going to do something different but it's going to be a surprise gotta say something <laughs> when he introduces you you don't just sit there in silence Wait, you're like deer in the waiting. head uh, no i was waiting for my title and he didn't give me one deer, so that's deer, why i was sad deer in the headlights like every not, week this I is like the not. third week he in a row to me all the time where he like he gives you a title and then he just goes and frost <laughs> and then i'm like waiting for the and joke frost. or the punchline and then marcus never gives it to me and so i'm like hey <laughs> I'm not cool enough to have a title or a surname or nothing. Just Frost. Title. Hi, Frost. I'm going to start talking like Eeyore. Alright, you let me know when you're ready over there. Because, like, you're not, so. (laughs) I'm just fucking with you.